Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Sustained effort and violence. No, please. No. Please, everyone be quiet. Was that supposed to be funny? I got a little taco meat on my chest. Cool, neat story. I want to shake his hand. 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 Let's get to pumping. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250. 930 online pr927fm.com and if you want to be a part of today's show or watch today's program we've got some in-studio guests coming up in hour two and three you can check us out on facebook live and on youtube subscribe to pirate radio tv on youtube got a lot of great videos there and uh pretty soon we'll have our videos with the new ecu assistant basketball coaches if they're not already up we got the audio for you here on this show riley davis and jake morton spoke with the media this morning and we'll hear what the new assistant coaches under mike schwartz had to say earlier today so we'll mix in a little hoops talk with our baseball and football talk on today's edition of pirate radio live coming up in about 30 minutes or so the woodies are back getting ready for some baseball at historic Granger Stadium, we'll talk to the unofficial mayor of Kinston. Brian Hanks will join us. Maybe you've heard his voice doing some PA for ECU baseball this season when myself or Morgan Aylers in behind the mic. You've heard some Brian Hanks. We'll uh, talk some pirate baseball with him. Also, some Woodies as well. So, got that on the way at 3.30. At 4 o'clock, we'll talk a little high school baseball. Jason Mills, head baseball coach out of D.H. Conley, and a couple of his players, East Carolina commit dixon williams and north carolina commit matthew mateus going to join us here inside the pirate radio studios so looking forward to that baseball roundtable coming up at four o'clock billy weaver joins us in the second hour of our show as well my cohort on the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show we will talk to weave about last night's championship game I'm going to congratulate him on a great mets offseason and now the real game start and meet the new boss same as the old boss the braves are once again the favorite in the nl east we'll talk about that and a lot more with billy weaver steven igo talks all things ecu athletics in hour three of today's program shirley rhodes is here chandler honeycutt and content junkie schaefer is back elderby joins me to kick off today's pirate radio live hello jonathan what's up clipper i'm looking at the uh, masters uh, club dinner coming up and it's looking pretty good for the uh, folks that are going to be eating that meal some sushi and uh lots of good the dessert japanese strawberry shortcake hideki matsuyama uh the winner so he gets to pick the uh the menu we'll talk about that also, I saw some tea times. Did that just come out? A little while ago. Uh, Harold uh, is at 1.08 p.m. on Thursday. Beautiful. So we'll be watching that uh, during the day. It's kind of like a watch along. And during you. the show here on Pirate Radio Live. Uh, fantastic. So looking forward to that on Thursday. Also, was listening to your rundown when uh, Matthew Mateus comes in studio. Maybe you could go down memory lane with him and show him the Little League picture we have from when he was in the uh, Little League World Series uh, five years ago. 
summer. So uh, kind of a hard to believe that young man has progressed all the way to getting ready to graduate at well, D.H. Conley and headed off to uh, North Carolina. And it's all hard to believe because he was that young and dominant then. He got a scholarship offer and committed freshman year was it before throwing a pitch for dh conley we'll talk about it yeah. but like he has uh i don't know for such a young guy he's experienced a lot in the world of baseball already absolutely and uh, dixon williams is a uh, fine addition to the east carolina baseball team coming up he's uh certainly a, a very good player two of the best players in in the east coming into the studio here in a little bit so an action-packed show clip bro i've talked to a lot of uh folks that follow recruiting and you know when east carolina was off to their tough start this year you know is help on the way and uh all i hear is very positive things about dixon williams so looking forward to seeing him in him in the purple and gold after he uh takes conley on a long run this year uh so looking forward to that that did want to say uh welcome back cj we got shirley back yesterday chan man's here uh cj is back too uh could not he could not make it yesterday where'd you go again this weekend he went racing uh, california or texas where were they at where was it richmond richmond delaware uh, richmond new york no, no richmond virginia the rich t- that town in virginia like right like like right above us three yeah. three hours or so mm-hmm. yeah and you missed yesterday what was it a lot of i know 95 gets backed up how do you know he drove did your oh did your plane get delayed from richmond see is that what it was i mean look at that young I mean, does does that not reek of net jets in there? <laughs> just wondering, uh, just wondering why the trip lasted uh, an extra day. Well, you got jet lag. <laughs> you know, he, had to get his knee, his he, legs back. He might have gotten a lot of CO two intake too. You know, I mean, I, I, you never know. All I mean. right. Well, look, we're glad to have him back today. CJ is off to uh, continue his work as the content junkie and head off to what football practice today. All right. And he is such a content junkie that he puts work first. He was supposed to be our guest host at Sports Trivia at AJ's tomorrow night, Ellerby, but the baseball game got moved to Wednesday. And work before play, CJ will be working out at Clark McClare on Wednesday. I'm sure he would have done the same thing with Pat Sajak. You know, couldn't couldn't host the wheel for him because of ECU baseball. So. Oh, I see where you're going now. You see where I'm going <laughs> yeah. now? Like, oh, it, yeah. you know, he he wouldn't he wouldn't take advantage of that. You know, no, he's got to he's got to he's got to grind. Yeah, got to get in the trenches. So, Absolutely, uh, we appreciate you, Junkie. Is that a new hat? It is. Uh, I was dropped off a gift today. Wow! By uh, one Secret Santa, Steve April. Hill. I've been wanting the uh, the Commanders hat. I went to get it a while back. They were out of my size, and I haven't gone really back to that well. But I uh, was surprised by a new washington commander's hat and i'm feeling i'm ready for some football ready for the draft are you really saying your head size is that popular seven and a half is a very popular size uh in the fitted hat game lrb okay. in fact i went to i posted uh did you see that pretty braves hat i posted yesterday i did not it's a new one first time i'm i'm getting a look at it because i know on monday i saw you wearing the that hat the, the r hat yeah. right there um this one i think just dropped Oh, what is that a symbol of? Well, it's the uh, the feather uh, that you see like on their okay. old uniforms. I got you inside of a home plate, and I went to go check it out. Guess what? They're out of seven and a half already. So wow, yeah. Are they discriminating? They're just not making enough. I think I, I'm telling you, this is a popular size. What size is your dome? I'm not. I, I, I hadn't worn a fitted hat in a long time, but I'm going to go maybe seven and maybe a quarter. Quarter. 
Yeah. Chandler, should we ask you? Depends on pre or post haircut, too. Yeah. I could probably go smaller. I think thick hair, LRB, like it is right now, probably seven and a quarter. All right. And then probably a little bit smaller after a haircut. So uh, are the Redskins colors now black and white? Or they just, have a black uniform. They do? Uh, but no, I just like a black and white hat because it goes with everything and it's mm-hmm. kind of low-key. Did I just call them the Redskins? Yeah, you did. And their Sorry. colors, honestly, as a fan my entire life, are I don't love them. I like them on the field, but wearing that burgundy and gold, it's not a, it's not a very great color to wear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't go with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So. It, I mean, it goes with some jeans. I like know, the, or, uh, yeah. But I'll, it's not It's not just your average. It's not a great t-shirt pickup. No, it's not. It's kind of, dare I say, ugly. Right. In fact. Yeah, gold is just not a very, I, I'm not a big fan of the gold out at the east carolina games you know that you know i usually have a nice yellow shirt i can throw in there but the actual gold stuff where it just kind of gets that awkward goldness just Um, not that great chandler we saw uh did we see kevin earlier today who came and pick up was it kevin cozart yeah kevin cozart came and picked up his uh he says hello again friday uh free free beer beer friday uh pickup got the bush latte ellerby so he was excited to try it yeah we got some more in the back to give away this week we'll be uh giving that away on free beer friday all right ellerby you are a early bird and early bird uh chad says seven and five eighths is popular in the fitted okay chad you know big head hey get out of here big head is he trying to be a topper blockhead (laughs) hey blockhead get out of here um did you stay up and watch the championship last night no i didn't watch any of it none not a dribble not a shot not, not a, a charge taken i didn't see a charles barkley pregame show that's how much i did not watch now so were you watching other things were you away from a television were you sleeping what were you doing uh i probably went to bed around 9 15 9 30 so you were like you might have missed the tip off i was kind of tired yeah for, so uh i decided to catch up on sleep because i get up pretty early so. and you didn't really care at all i did not yeah and, and what I, I did hunter like stay up or care or he's into it he's you know he occasionally will watch it will watch, if he'd have said hey look let's watch it yeah i, I would have been more down with it but he he's kind of like the modern day fan he likes to follow the scores or stats afterwards like i mean he knows all the stats of mlb or just like pull up his phone during the game and see what's going on and, right yeah absolutely he's just not he's not i mean he likes going to sporting events we enjoy going to ecu football basketball and baseball games live and in person and when we can go to live events i think it's good but he he struggles with the distractions of life of phones and other stuff that uh, he finds it a lot more interesting i think he would rather go sit he's really excited about there's this uh the new game the show 22 or something came out i think he would rather play that with his friends than actually watch a game would right you now. like to be in our uh, online league i well i could i could certainly uh we've done one of those the last couple years when COVID was around it was the only sport going so like me and i go and chandler joined us last year uh we actually play each other online it's really fun content junkie's got his hand up back there were you in the league Uh, he wants in i think all right you can get in Um, depends on if he has to fly back to richmond though and he's not going to be available to play you know it's i don't know if this is sad like that is way more fun and i'm way i'm a, well i'm a braves fan but basically baseball as a whole if you give me the option of watching the dodgers play the cubs like the video game is way better okay so I, I, i'm not a huge baseball guy like really? even east yeah i am a braves guy but i will watch any random i watch every sunday night football game of the season 
I don't watch Sunday night baseball if it's not the Braves. Really? I can't do it. If it's, it's not the, like, entertaining. Like Cardinals, Cubs, Red Sox, Yankees. Do not care. I'll watch a basketball game. I'll watch whatever, which I'm getting to the point where I watch Hornets and not much else NBA, but I'd rather watch the Nuggets play the Jazz than the Dodgers play the Giants in baseball. See, I don't watch a whole Sunday night baseball game, but I, that would be my show of choice i'm kind of jonesing for it now i was thinking about it last sunday because we were in the between the final four games and the championship right and i was like man a sunday night game would be nice right now just because we hadn't had one in so long and if the season would have started on time we would have had one um are you geeked up any for like opening day like yeah i mean like you hell yeah the braves are all by the way this is great for you you have a uh you have kids yes parents uh if you want to see and you want to show your children what a champion looks like thursday night eight o'clock oh wow uh espn2 braves play the reds and this is for adults too it's never too late to be a champion in life make sure you are huddled around your tv to show them the world champion atlanta braves are they having a big ceremony before the game i don't know if they do that game one i guess maybe they do they're gonna have like the gold in the uniforms and all that stuff so yeah maybe so eight o'clock eight o'clock yeah but i mean like on opening day thursday afternoon well i'll tell you this geeked up for like the cubs and whoever that day or not does this answer your question i've already looked to see what day games are on on thursday yeah give me the lineup uh well red sox yankees they play a million times a year. i I saw a promo that they're the sunday night game this week that has to open the season with so they're also going to start they're going to open the season and play on so they're going to be the day game that their major league baseball is really trying to capitalize on which i don't know does the red sox and yankees today mean what the red sox and yankees meant 10 years ago or is it still i mean like i mean i, I don't know to maybe to me it doesn't No, the, the rivalry is not because the yankees i guess hasn't seemed to be I mean, what almost killed it i it didn't it, you know when a horse wins a triple crown it's like well now that that's awesome but now we we just saw it it's not as special when the red sox finally beat the yankees in what oh four right it kind of killed it because like we'd all we'd i'd watch because i wanted the big bad yankees to be beaten by the lowly red sox and then the red sox not only beat them that year won a world series but they went on to win another world series and another world series (laughs) and the yankees have not been in a world series what since 09 i think yeah so anyway red sox yankees brewers cubs mets nats those are your day games coming up and i'm not seeing espn by a lot of these games so in, in fact it might not be even be on television uh, the Mets Nationals is on ESPN Plus. That's another thing about baseball; they don't yes. make it easy for you to watch the games. But the Plus has picked up a lot of yeah. baseball over the last few years, and uh, I do enjoy. I have the MLB uh, app subscription or whatever, where you can, which I still don't get why you can't watch the Nationals and Orioles games, which I think is kind of massing, not very good or very cool. But uh, we do have the Orioles back here on Pirate Radio. Yeah, this this spring and we'll summer. talk O's baseball with our old friend Mark Brown from CamdenChat.com on Wednesday. Get a season preview, but it never fails. It's kind of like whenever the like there's the game, the game like the Orioles are playing the Yankees. I'm like, oh man, I'd, I'd watch that right now. Oh yeah, and right. you can't watch or the Nationals are playing the Braves. You know, it's like, oh man, I no yep. can't do that on the app. So sucks for Chandler. I have LRB the MLB. <laughs> like it's uh it's like secret or, app three or four 
<laughs> the illegal no it's like three or four bucks a month but it's the radio version of mlb tv oh yeah so i just have my phone on me while i'm doing stuff and listening to the braves uh, just, kinda, just on, the braves yeah yeah are you like uh, rebroadcasting it in your clip carry voice <laughs> yes. <laughs> i'm commenting on it throughout the entire when they, game when, when they go to a uh pest control commercial you go to your you oh know. you mean looky 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 here comes cookie cook <laughs> pest control yeah i know all the commercials too i bet you do there's a new prospect braves fans louisiana hot sauce is the hottest prospect yeah over and over and over again uh, i guess advertising works come advertise with us here at pirate radio absolutely clip rock could be singing your next jingle did you hear the rage room last thursday i did that was fun yeah, yeah, we yeah. got out some anger. I felt like uh, we should have had them as a sponsor, like <laughs> for like fifteen years. We or something. definitely need them for football season. Y'all were really pent up. They, I mean, if we could have had them about four or five years ago, that might have helped out. We we might have oh, had a. Man. They might have had to sponsor every day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're only like two months into the business, and like you said, instead of two months, maybe two years ago, we could have used. Them we might want to go over there and just do the fifth quarter from there. I tell you what. Oh <laughs> my god! After a bad loss, reporting live and just breaking stuff. Yes. Bit, yeah. Uh, there G- was Jim in Greenville is in the rage room right now. He's up next. <laughs> yeah. Don't even call this show. You have to come see us inside the rage room. Um, there was almost a rage incident today on the show. Because the show just started. Your co-owner of Pirate uh, Radio, Troy uh-huh. D, is the biggest idiot <laughs> on the planet. When it comes to jinxing sporting events. I mean, I get a notification on my phone, and I'm like, what is Troy? Can I, can I, let me set it up. Let me set it up, and then I'll go back to you, Chandler. All right, that's fine. All go right. ahead. So during the NCAA tournament, he filled out a bracket. We'll call that a prediction, right? That's a lot of... That's, that's a, what he thought was going to happen, is the what I would have thought a bracket is. I, I would have as well, where he had Gonzaga winning it all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I told everybody arkansas was going to beat gonzaga but that's here neither here nor there same here thank you Ellery. um <laughs> just to add on <laughs> just to pile on so then he comes in last monday and is bragging about something about duke where he said duke would play north carolina and coach k would get his revenge from losing his last home game so I guess there's his second tournament prediction right, that he had. That was his second chance at the Sweet 16. Which, by the way, he's bragging about it, and then Duke lost to Carolina. I remember that. So there's another loss. Right. Yesterday, he gets on here. See, it should have been a double elimination tournament. It should have been done at that point. <laughs> I asked him yesterday, how many wrong predictions does he have to have? And he just said, he's got to keep going till the end. He says, Clip, if I had to repick it now. By the way, there's one freaking game left. <laughs> Kansas and North Carolina. He says, if I had to redo it all now. Oh, it made me so angry because he's being serious. <laughs> he thinks he's making a good point. I would take Kansas to win it. I was like, would you, Troy? You would take the favorite in the championship game tonight if you had to do it all over again right now. So he's on Kansas. Not only is he on Kansas, oh, Kansas is going to blow him out. So you got the Troy D stink, the Charles Barkley guarantee stink. Meanwhile, I picked Kansas to win before the whole thing started, plus thirteen fifty or whatever. So I need I need them to win. You had financial interest. Yeah, and I, I like being able to say I'm right too. You know, 
So does, so does Troy. <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. But I Are also, you the whole point? also know what I'm talking about to a certain degree because LRB, you asked me like a month or so ago, so who, if the tournament started now, remember, and I listed right. off some teams, Arkansas, I listed a few favorites, but I said Kansas. I like Kansas. So he's got Kansas all of a sudden now, and I am freaked out. I'm like, man, I'm on the wrong side of this thing. So then Chandler, the game starts. Things are going great. And Troy has to be Troy. I mean, I'm sitting there, and I have Kansas, too. Even though if Kansas wins, I lose the uh, the, bracket. The, the bracket challenge here at work, which I did. Congrats to Cashel. Um, But I'm sitting there watching the game. There's not even, a, not even five minutes into the game I get a notification on my phone. And I'm like, what is Troy like tweeting about right now? The game just started. Sure enough, you know, Kansas goes on a 7-0 run to start the game. It's 7-0. They're, they're up a touchdown. Blowout. Uh, it's a blowout. It is. <laughs> but I go to Twitter, and here is Troy Dreyfus. Told you it would be a blowout. Troy Dreyfus. He's got a picture of his TV. He's got me and Chandler tagged in it. And I... Five minutes into the game. Oh, my God. I was so angry. I said, Troy. I, I tweeted back. I said, Troy. Damn it. I said, there's only been five ge- five minutes into this ball game. Game's over with. Hold on. Before we even get there, there's more. I said, what are you doing? Are you actually pulling for North Carolina? Why are you doing this? We're right. begging him to delete the I also tweet. said, delete this, moron. <laughs> I even Google what can you say? How much can you insult your boss without being fired? Because I was so angry at him. I texted him, and I said, you are the worst in all caps. You went. You went direct message to him. Yes, because I don't know if he th- if he knew that I was actually upset and angry. Well, sometimes it is hard. Twitter clip can be hard to understand if you are upset or angry. Or I was angry like last night, so that goes on the entire game. I don't know what he's doing during the game. Maybe sleeping. Maybe he doesn't care. I don't know. I don't know, man. But like five minutes into the game, and you say that. All right. So then Kansas gets down. Six, they go on a Carolina goes on like an eighty-five to nothing run after Troy tweets. As soon as he tweeted, <laughs> of course. As soon as he tweeted. So then Kansas... Did you, did you see Lebo check his phone? <laughs> Kansas has the biggest comeback in championship history, wins the game. I'm happy. We're happy. Everything's fine. And it's then, one, one shining moment. And it's Everything's Troy, fine. Try, it's that, look, we forget about the, the Troy debacle yeah. at the beginning of the game. We forget Instead about that. Instead of being quiet and forgetting about all that, Troy has to quadruple down. Oh, my oh. God. This I, is what makes him a moron. It's <laughs> because he posted the score like he was right and said, told you. I said, Troy. I said, a team winning by three at the last second does not make it a blowout. Carolina had a good look to send it into overtime, and he's bragging about his blowout so what a night i felt and i had to reverse everything troy was doing so what were you doing burning incense i (laughs) blocked troy on twitter okay i did that because he wouldn't delete it i was telling delete it just get rid of it it. you thought it was that bad of karma that very bad Troy had that much that much power over your play if he wasn't going to delete it i had to delete him right so i blocked him so you couldn't see anymore that uh you kind of like don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, it's it's gone. It's not in my existence anymore. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I posted that my Kansas future is a loser and updated my tournament record. So I posted it as a loss at halftime. Oh, and cut the TV uh, off and went to bed. Little reverse jinx action <laughs> yeah. there. So I blogged him. I had the reverse jinx going, and it worked. I, I was just – I did everything I could to uh, pull Kansas through. 
despite the evil bad juju Troy had going. What do you think the biggest it. sports jinx you ever been a part of? I remember Ellerby as a kid, and it wasn't a big game or anything, but it was the first time I learned about sports jinxes. And it was while Washington, when I was a kid, they were really good. Yeah. When I first started watching them in like 95, they were not that good. But I was still thinking that, well, the Braves always win the World Series and go to the World Series. And the, and Washington won a Super Bowl a few years ago. Like, my teams are just good. Like, right. I don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. So I remember Washington is playing the Cardinals, the uh, Arizona, I guess Phoenix at the time, whatever. And Washington was up double digits, maybe two or three scores. And I looked at my dad and I said, this is boring. And he said, what do you mean? And I, and I said, well, they're up, but I like, it's not a close game. It's not a fun game. Washington's blowing them out. And he was like, don't ever say that. Don't ever say that during a game. And right after I said that, the Cardinals came back. They won the game. And I learned a very valuable lesson that day. And I have not messed with, with stuff like that since. It's a real thing. I caused them to lose that game. I disappointed my father. I disappointed the Washington fan base. And Ellery, since then, jinxes are real. He couldn't block you on Twitter back then. But, <laughs> but did he? What, what else? Did, what did he do? Did he like put a pillow in front of his face so he didn't have to look at you? <laughs> he made me go to my room. I don't know. He, he kicked put, me out. Put a grocery bag over your head. Over but he's right. Head. I didn't understand at the time, but now I do. Don't talk about it during the game. And we've had this conversation with Troy a million times. Don't send in-game text. Don't do the in-game stuff. Wait till after the game. He, that, you can't. You can't do it. And I get it. It's tough sometimes. It's too hard. But man, it's next you, to impossible. You gotta be. You gotta have some discipline in your sports viewing life, Ellery. But you, he, you he, have it in real life. I have it in sports watching. But, life. but he was just doing it because he he wasn't as concerned. He was more concerned about Carolina losing than he was about Kansas, which makes it all crazy because he's saying <laughs> the game's over. Like I, I'm starting to think, as much as he was picking against him, and as bad as his record is, he was pulling for Carolina. Now this is the guy that took his dad to the double doink. I mean, he is a walking <laughs> jinx. So, so he he probably was tweeting. You probably need to go back and look at that game. Maybe he was tweeting that the Bears were on to the next round. Looking up Bears tickets for next week, <laughs> <laughs> folks. Just let the game play out. Oh man, I'm looking at. Uh, apparently, there's a thing where Sports Illustrated has a jinx. Uh, there's an yes. urban legend that you know if you get on boy that was Illust- a young guy talking uh, that yeah. was a art sports illustrated is such a bygone thing lrb kids now don't know about the sports illustrated jinx what's up next the madden curse <laughs> but here's the one oh, we, we were just talking about the bears uh in 1992 the chicago bears were on the cover following a dominant week one victory over the detroit lions with the headline good news bears chicago finished the season five and eleven yeah Troy, after that week one win, uh, already had Told you guys. Super Bowl tickets ready. <laughs> Will you was- look up the first few covers of Sports Illustrated to see if ECU basketball was on <laughs> <laughs> just, dyna- while, just while we're sitting here a dynasty in greenville is born <laughs> oh man it's got to be something right i mean i'm just just out of curiosity <laughs> when my- did sports illustrated start <laughs> or did mike steal some is he in the background of a madden uh 87 in perhaps? may of 1953 <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of basketball, we got some interviews with the new assistants. Uh, yeah. Troy D was there uh, talking to Riley Davis and Jake Morton. We'll have that later in the show. Look forward to that. All right. Uh, one of the last question before I get out of here. Why is Weaver a Mets fan? Because 
he grew up where wherever he was at this point in time in his life maybe he grew up there but it was the norfolk virginia and uh, the norfolk tides that makes sense were a minor league affiliate of the mets and he he goes back to like mookie wilson I and got those you. guys okay so uh, he's, that, had, he's got a good reason no that's a hundred percent and and you know i grew up a braves fan partially because the braves were on tbs when i was growing up in raleigh but also the durham, durham bulls, bulls. Were, were the uh you know in the old durham athletic ballpark uh over there where they full filmed bull durham bull durham golly right. was uh was also the a ball affiliate for the uh, braves back then i'm a nats fan because of chad tracy and masson masson so there's my two cents thank you well now you probably hate masson yeah <laughs> but you still love chad tracy oh yeah all right and the nats uh ellerby what's on your master's menu master's menu if i'm picking a master's menu you know i kind of like the uh i kind of like i'm going a little surf and turf maybe like some filet some sushi as an appetizer and maybe some uh wasabi tuna hmm. little side and then right. uh how about a nice key lime pie for dessert Ooh. all right you've uh would you, you thought this through? Yeah. Would, would you guys all attend that? Heck yeah. That meal. Count me in. Maybe some cream, ah, cream spinach, <laughs> and broccoli as my sides. Yeah. Just uh, you so, need to eat, and not talk. <laughs> Maybe a little less scotch before the show and the dinner. I went Troy D and talked a lot this segment. So uh, you did, man. Yeah. I got you all angry. Oh, you kind of got yourself all angry. Yeah. But no need for the rage room today. Kansas wins. Troy it's just tweeted that the show's going great. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect show. Perfect. You got You have a no-hitter going on right now. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. Brian Hanks joins us. Will there be any young Rangers fans made since the Wood Ducks are affiliate of the Rangers? They are an organization on the rise. We'll talk some Woodies. Talk about all the great stuff they have going on. Games begin soon. LRB, is it next week? Uh, April 12th. Yep, so that'll be uh, next week. The Woodies uh, get underway. We'll talk about it. That's the home game. I think they start maybe this week. Okay, home opener next week. Talk to Brian Hanks about it when we return after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Well, CopyPro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Alright, we were talking Jinxes, uh, sports Jinxes in segment one. Chad, this is a great example and this is a great move by the Dukey in this uh, situation. Chad said he had a friend, a diehard Duke fan, text another friend, a diehard UNC fan, at halftime, congrats on the championship. 
Now, that is the Duke fan doing the jinx. If you're the Carolina fan at that point, what do you do? You got to delete that number from your phone. I don't know how you it's reverse. kind of like when a black cat yeah. runs in front of you. You got to mark it you gotta out. You got to do that. Yeah, you got to do the well, X, yeah. You delete, so, you delete the message, you block his number, and you potentially... You, do not be friends with him anymore. You X the phone screen. Chad says they're not friends anymore. That is a pro move by the Duke guy. If you're the Carolina guy, you're in a bad spot there. You've got to do all you can to reverse that bad mojo. So there you go. Uh, I, I have to say, I did enjoy uh, between you and Chandler, you know, lambasting Troy on Twitter. Well, delete you, this tweet, you moron. You're not the only person. Somebody said, hey, you that was the uh, most entertaining you've been on Twitter for a long time. And I was like, <laughs> I was legitimately angry. Like, I was not having fun. I was miserable throughout that first half and at halftime, and I didn't know what to do. I was like, all right, I'm going to hold out one last hope that Kansas has a run in them here. But I'm – tomorrow's show, I'm just – I'm bringing Troy on, and I'm kicking his ass. I don't know, I don't know what else to say. But – no need Kansas for that. Kansas won, so you're all good. We're all good. All right, let's uh, head out to the Pirate Radio Live line. Joining us, I call him the unofficial mayor of Kinston. He is uh, all things Kinston. He's all things Eastern North Carolina. You hear his voice at Clark LeClaire Stadium doing some PA for ECU baseball. We'll talk some woodies with him as well. Brian Hanks joins us on the show today. Brian, how you doing, man? I am doing well, Cliff. I got to tell you, dude, uh, you referenced that right there. And what I've got to tell you, this is my first year doing it. And one of the most fun things was uh, sitting there watching you do it a few weeks ago. <laughs> I got goosebumps, man. I mean, I'm right. joking. And I know everybody's going to think I'm sucking up to the host here, but I'm being sincere. <laughs> I put it out on Twitter and everything. It was just really neat just uh, watching you watching you at play, dude. Well, Brian, while we're just kissing each other's asses, I'll say uh, a lot of people over there have asked, like even before you, you did it, they're like, do you know Brian Hanks? I was like, yeah, awesome guy. He'll do a great job. And since then, uh, people have spoken very highly of you over there, Brian. So I would like for you to know that. And now the listeners are tired of this crap. So let's move on. Let's uh, <laughs> stop the butt kissing contest. Uh, so, Brian, let's uh, let's talk Woody's man. And uh, looking forward to a home game next week. But uh, there's actually some action going on tonight, right? Absolutely, uh, a chance for everybody to get out. If you've missed historic Granger Stadium, and by God, Clip, you know you have then uh, you get a chance to go out tonight as uh, it's the exhibition game. Usually they do it on the Monday of the first week of the season with Mount Olive, and I, they have since uh, the Wood Ducks have even come into existence. Kenton Indians did it before that, if you remember, too. But something uh, happened with the Mount Olive schedule this year. So we've got Chawan College or Chawan University coming in uh, tonight. That game is at 6 o'clock. First pitch is at, uh, is at 6. Now it's, only, it's cash only. They still don't have uh, all their point-of-sale things set up yet. So it's going to be ten dollars uh, to get in, but the uh, the uh, gift shop's going to be open. You can grab you a brewski or two, or an adult beverage of your choice. You can hear uh, uh, the soulful sounds of my voice over the uh, public address and watch some great baseball from uh, the single, the low single A affiliate of the Texas Rangers. It's going to be a hell of a game tonight. I like the sound of the gift shop being open because it is minor league baseball hat season, and I've got several Wood Ducks hats, but I need to add another to the mix uh brian the woodies will be home for a real game coming up next tuesday the season begins uh in driving distance in zebulon against the carolina mudcats beginning on friday and uh brian the the texas rangers as a whole or an organization on the rise they have been in the middle of a rebuild here and you, you see those pieces come up 
through Kinston, and you've already seen a lot, and uh, it could be a lot of stars of tomorrow on display this year in Granger Stadium. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's been the neatest thing is, uh, I think at one point or another, and you got to remember, Cliff, we've only had the uh, Downey Swift Ducks since the 2017 season, yeah. especially with us being now a low-A affiliate for the last couple of seasons. It, you know, it typically takes, once you go through Kenton when you're at the high-A, it takes sometimes two to three, sometimes even four or five years to make it up to uh, Arlington. Well, uh, they it's add a year to that now uh, with us being a low-A affiliate for the most part, but it has been just incredible, just like we did with the Indians. You remember for years and years being able to see those players come up and being able to see those guys that you saw uh, swinging the bat at uh, Granger Stadium playing for the Texas Rangers or for the Cleveland Indians before that. And, uh, man, we've got a, a great team this year. We've got a great managerial staff. In fact, uh, a name that's very familiar to a lot of folks here in Kenton. He's been with the team every single year of his existence uh, as a pitching coach and Steve Mintz. He is the uh, manager now. They promoted him to manager after four seasons as the uh, as a pitching coach. Now he is the manager, and everybody, a lot of people around these uh, these parts are really excited about that too. But uh, listen, you were talking about going to Xavier. Don't don't go to Xavier. You do know we have. Or it's probably just me, uh, and I'm saying this as Brian Hanks, not as a representative of the Down East Wood Ducks. But we hate a we hate the Carolina Mudcats. All right, okay. Don't even head a yeah. Just pay them no mind at all. How about that? Uh, you can see the Woodies in action tonight, exhibition style at six, and then next week the real thing on Tuesday night. And uh, Brian, you guys always do some awesome promotions. Do you have any idea what uh, some of those promotions will look like this year for the uh, Wood Ducks? Well, they're going to have Thirsty Thursday every Thursday night. Uh, that was something that uh, they brought back. Uh, last year, and uh, we're going to have that every week. I know Wednesdays are going to be uh, uh, mostly it's Education Wednesdays. We have a lot of 11 a.m. games that day. On Friday nights, for the most part, we're going to have fireworks uh, pretty much every Friday night. And then on uh, Sundays, it's going to be Dog and Dog Sundays, uh, where you can bring your puppy dog with you, Cliff, if you got one. I don't know. Do you have a puppy dog? I am dogless, but I would love to go pet everybody else's dog. <laughs> there you go. Or borrow a dog. Surely you know friends that have a dog. Bring a dog with you, and right. hot dogs are a dollar. And then, uh, like I said, dog and dog Sundays. But then Saturdays are the big, obviously, they're the big nights. We've got five, I'm sorry, six jersey giveaways this year. Uh, and that, that's going to be uh, just awesome. I mean, and, and these jerseys, and again, I know I'm going to totally sound like a company man here, Cliff, and I know you don't like that at all, but i got to tell you, these jerseys, they're not like lowest common denominator jerseys that uh, – yeah. You know, that you can put your finger through kind of thing. That's one of the things I've really been impressed with with Texas and with the Downey's Wood Ducks and uh, their promotions and everything that they do is, man, these jerseys are like jerseys that the guys wear out on the field. They're not, uh, like I said, they're not lowest common denominator jerseys. They're great jerseys, and they're the giveaway jerseys. We've got some great ones this year. I got one from, it was like a, uh, might have been a July 4th, but it's a red, white, and blue. Brian, do you remember that one? Uh, from years ago and it is a sweet jersey i still have it and you're right it is very high quality so i can attest to that and i'm not denigrating any others except for the carolina mudcats who totally <laughs> suck but uh, i mean i'm not denigrating any other uh you know minor league baseball teams and their giveaways but dude i've been you know like you have i've been around sports my entire life and you go to one, you get all excited, you get in line for a jersey. And I'm even talking about Major League, too. Yeah. And then you get a jersey that you can see through. And you're like, wait a minute, this is, it probably cost them, you know, a 50 cents to make it. And then they, you know, claim as a big giveaway, dude. That's not what the Wood Ducks do. And I got to give them credit. I mean, they are quality. 
you are proud to wear them kind of jerseys. And, again, uh, with the jerseys, T-shirt giveaways, just everything that they're doing this year uh, over at Granger Stadium. Fans are going to be very, very happy, my friend. Looking forward to some baseball. Brian Hanks will be there tonight uh, for an exhibition at 6 o'clock. He'll be over at Clark LeClaire Wednesday night for some pirate baseball doing the PA as East Carolina back in action against Old Dominion. And, Brian, uh, how, how about the Pirates? Uh, they wasn't pretty, but they won a series, and that's all that matters on the road at Cincinnati, and we have seen this team in years past really turn it on during conference play. And from what you've seen, Brian, I think you'll agree that they got the pieces to do that again. We'll see if they're able to do that. Oh, I absolutely. Hey, listen, and people down here in Kenston, too, in Lenore County, kind of wringing their hands a little bit, Cliff, and you know, worried about what's going on, and this is what I've told people. I've had them on the back, and I'm like, listen, don't worry about it. It is conference season. Cliff is going to have these guys turned around. I'm not worried about that whatsoever. And it's like you said, I mean, in the second half of the season, I, I, listen, when they finish in first place in the conference, we're going to look back on uh, late March and early April and be like, what were we worried about? We knew they were going to do this, and that's exactly what's going to happen. And I've got to pat myself on the back here just for a second, Cliff. Uh, with me on your mic at uh, Clark LeClaire Stadium, the Pirates are 3-0 and to this point. Nice. All right. If that continues, you might have to start working into my weekend schedule uh, because uh, I'll, I'll sacrifice uh, the the check and the uh, the glory for a win any day of the week. So we'll uh, we'll have further discussions about that. Brian Hanks joining us. Brian, uh, you have your own show. Give yourself a plug. Tell everybody uh, where they can hear you. And you talk to some uh, some great guests. So uh, tell us about what you do. Well, thank you so much, dude. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm on 960 The Bull. It's 960 AM here in Kenston. 960TheBull.com. It airs uh, Monday through Friday, uh, 7 AM to 9 AM. So, yeah, I get up at 515 every morning and put my little thing together. And uh, it, like I said, it, airs, it re-airs. Am I allowed to say where it re-airs in Greenville, or should I not? Mm, let's just talk to the Kenston folks and keep the Greenville folks <laughs> listening to us. There you go. <laughs> yeah. How about go to Brian Hanks's Twitter and you can get all the information you need there, right? There you go. But yeah, Monday through Friday, seven a.m. to nine a.m. Man, we had uh, just in the past two weeks alone. I mean, we've had Coach Godwin on the show. We've had uh, Jerry Stackhouse on. We've yeah. had uh, uh, so you can go to our archives. The best way to do it go to a SoundCloud.com and then just search for the Brian Hanks Show and you can see the uh, six hundred or nearly six hundred episodes we've done in the last two and a half years. But uh, very Kenston-centric. That's probably one point where uh, your Greenville listeners are probably not going to be into it as much because I really do <laughs> say Kenston-centric and Lenore County-centric. Good deal. Hey, Brian, you're always entertaining, man. Thanks for joining us today. We'll certainly uh, get you back on and talk more Woodies with you throughout this baseball season. But uh, get those pipes warmed up for tonight and tomorrow night, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon, man. Hey, Cliff, honestly, and I've told you this for years, man, it's my honor to come on your program. I really do appreciate you giving me a call. And again, Tonight, 6 o'clock, Historic Granger Stadium, Down East Wood Ducks versus Chawan, uh, whatever their nickname is. I can't remember what their nickname is. Hmm, Trojans? <laughs> Shirley, you should know this. What's Chawan? I think Chad, our listener, went there. He's going to be angry. We don't know. Chawan. Uh, Chawan. Hawks. I know. I'm oh, that's boring. <laughs> I thought they'd be something cool. <laughs> that, dude. Yeah, that stinks. Yep. All right, uh, Hank, see you, man. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me on. Dude. All right, some live baseball at Historic Granger Stadium coming up tonight. I, I was trying to think of the nickname because there was a couple of players from Chowan at ECU Pro Day, and I saw the oh yeah, I saw the uh, mascot 
uh, on their warm-up shirts, and uh, I forgot, but they are the Hawks. I wonder if they've changed names or if they've always been the Hawks. Um, I don't know. I'll see if I can find that out. Ask proud uh, Hawk alumni Chad Moore. I'm pretty sure he went there. Um, uh, let's see. Well, we'll figure it out. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, coming up at 4 o'clock, we'll talk to Coach Jason Mills out at D.H. Conley Baseball and a couple of his players, a couple of D1 future athletes, and Dixon Williams uh, from D.H. Conley, who will be attending East Carolina, and Matthew Mateus. Conley Viking, who will be a North Carolina Tar Heel. We'll talk to those guys coming up at 4 o'clock. We'll wrap up Hour 1 when we return after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles? How about tighten and lift your skin? Smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair. Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. All products and services are on sale now at the Spring Extravaganza through April 8th. Visit BeautyBarMediSpa.com for more information. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Rock. All right, good, beautiful people. Thanks for joining us here on a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Saw this. Oh, you know what? Come across the desk. What, Shirley? Before you get started, I forgot to tell you that we have a school board update on... All right. The Buccaneer Music Hall School Board. Well done. Presented by the Buck. Presented by the Buck. The Buck. Thank you. Uh, ECU softball is in action. They are at North Carolina Central. They are currently leading in the top of the sixth inning, 11 to 8. And Where are they playing at? I don't know. It looks like a little league field. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, definitely not they're on the road at north carolina central yes right? they're at north carolina central so it's definitely not max r joiner family stadium but right. uh so that's your update also uh we just tweeted out just a little while ago that uh, according to sources the broncos are hosting jaquan mcmillan in their top 30 visit today what so, am i doing here what is my purpose here what do you if mean? you're just gonna re- say everything what what are you talking about did I jinx you? That was this segment. Oh, I am sorry. Now I have no. Now I have nothing. He I have nothing. Way to go, Shir- Shirley. Hey, what? Don't, what? Don't, don't listen to him. He's been on one. Lately. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm a little on edge. Yeah, I mean, ever since last night. Now I agree with him last night, but like, don't listen to him. I don't know what's wrong with him. That was no. disrespectful. It, you're doing. It, do- it you, was what slightly you're doing, disrespectful. What you're doing is your job. Yes. Just like our the word for today. Just like the is guest in our J-O-B. five o'clock hour does his job. J- huh? Steven Iga. He's just oh, doing really? his job. Yeah. I got a bone to pick with him too. I know. That's why I brought it up. Is this, but you're just doing is, your job. Is this Shirley. is today uh Clips got a bone to pick with everybody day? 
Uh, uh, he's been all right. I just don't know what got into him Because he'll, ha- he'll have a bone to pick with Troy. I can't, he'll I, have a bone to pick with me, apparently. I didn't expect that bone, but that bone just popped up. Yeah, it just I, evidently you, I tossed picking, you that bone. And you're picking. And Mr. Instigator over here, I might have a, a bone with Pinky. Because <laughs> Pinky's been kind of getting into some conversations that have nothing to do with him. Wait a minute now. Hold on. When you pointed at me, was that with the middle finger? If were you burdened, was pointing. Were you burdened me? If He's it, a pointer. It wasn't intentional if it was. Oh, my God. I just got burdened. I got, Bird I got a couple of things going on here, Chandler, that don't involve you. Why are you getting involved and on the opposite side of me in your involvement? First of all, you He's asked He's jealous because you got a hat and he didn't. First of all, you asked, <laughs> you asked me to go in there and you showed me your little thread. Yeah. Okay, so I'm involved with that. You asked me to go in there and look at that. Fair. Okay. Fair. But you're taking the opposition side, just as you this, were. This now no I longer love, involves I, me. I, I, just love, <laughs> I just love stirring the pot. Now Shirley's out of it, and now, it's just me and you. Like Chandler's out. I'm in. Now all of a sudden, I'm out. You're and in. And Shirley kind of took my side and said you're jealous because you didn't get a hat. So we keep like switching Line change. sides. This is the weirdest triple threat match ever. We've all teamed up on each other at this some is, point. This is the triple Spider-Man pointy thingy. Everybody's pointing right now. Uh, good I'm for sorry. I interrupted you, Shirley. I was joking. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Break the news there, Clipper. Per source. Per se? Per source? Broncos had East Carolina defensive back Jaquan McMillan in for a top for top 30 visit today. What does that mean? I guess that he's a part of their top 30 on their big board. He's 10. He's 5'10". He's not 10. He's 5'10". <laughs> he's 10. 183 pounds. years old. Ball hawk. I like that description. Reminds me of... Uh, uh, what was his name? Josh Hawkins. <laughs> Josh Hawkins. He was a ball hawk. Yeah, he was. Uh, 12 picks, three seasons with the Pirates. So that is good to hear. By the way, Stephen Igo, our 5 o'clock guest, uh, said on the Hoist the Colors thread about this, always a good thing when you get to visit the best franchise in NFL history. He makes me sick. So he might be on one today, too. He's, we could have a major clash coming up at 5 o'clock today. A, a clash. Which will, which will make it highly entertaining for one who's not involved and not in it. Me. Oh man, me! Some good news I just noticed. So our clock in here was two minutes slow, right? Just two minutes in the radio business, as you know, Shirley. Two minutes is a that's an all, eternity. Yeah. So, and I knew that. Like yesterday, Bailey's show went over two minutes because he was looking at that clock, and I don't blame him. Good news is we're now exactly three hours early. <laughs> so <laughs> this is better for me. Because now I know when I need to take a break, I just subtract three hours and I'm good to go. The minute and the second are right, right on cue. So thank you, clock, for continuing to be Wait, wrong. How are you three hours? Because that says twelve fifty eight. It's three fifty eight. That's three. That's nine hours. I mean. Oh, never mind. <laughs> what are you talking about? What an idiot, Shirley. Nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> What are you, Shirley? What is wrong with you? Where is nine come from? What is nine? (laughs) Nine? Yo, I'm still recovering from the weekend. Give it, cut me some slack. Oh my god! Man, what did you do with that Urban Palooza? (laughs) You got lit. You forgot the concept concept of of time. You forgot the concept of time. And luckily, you have a boss. You have a boss that is a, a expert at time. He can get he can get you back in the group. Well, Shirley no. had the math right. She just forgot that it goes both ways. <laughs> and that. I was going backwards. And 
Charlie's no, on military actually, time. Yeah, evidently. Wow. No, but the thing is, is that I, I reset that clock, and I was like, okay, it'll it'll stay correct. It obviously has not. It'll come correct. What a segment this has been. Yeah, this well, is a broken terrible. clock is right twice a day anyway. I, I'm going to go ahead and apologize for this one. We'll make it up for you in hour two with Billy Weaver and uh, our Conley folks are here. Jason Mills, Dixon Williams, Matthew Mateus. We'll talk some baseball with a future Pirate, a future Tar Heel, and a great high school coach in Coach Mills. We'll be back with you here on Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back from sales to service. Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered. Shop all of their inventory now at greenvilleautoworld.net. If you're also looking for someone to service your vehicle, they have a full service and repair facility. They do brakes, oil changes, tires, inspections, and repair any kind of vehicle. Greenville Auto World across from Speedway at Bells Fork and online at greenvilleautoworld.net. Thanks to Tim Sutton and Jim Rogers for their sponsorship of the program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All righty, back with you here inside the Pirate Radio Studios on a Tuesday. Billy Weaver going to join us later on this hour. Stephen Igo hoist the colors in the 5 o'clock hours. We'll talk Pirate Baseball, a little spring football. And uh, Chandler, do we have some hoops news? Did you see during the break? You... I was going to let you guys break it. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm allowing you to yeah, break now the Now Shirley's scared to break oh, news yeah, now. My apologies. As a breaking news woman, don't ever be afraid to break the news. But oh, you know, I'm not scared. Yeah, we have your, a, your dad is a big uh, big fan of this guy. Yeah, this is going to be see, tough for didn't, him. Didn't see many minutes for the Pirates this year. I'm going to text him now to break the bad news to him. Uh, but Tay Mosher uh, is, has entered the transfer portal. Tay Mosher. Gone. And that is per Stephen Igo. So you can take it up with him. That chump. All right. Uh, so that is another pirate out of the East Carolina basketball program joining Brandon Suggs, Tristan Newton officially. And I keep seeing Tremont Robinson White is not returning. I haven't seen that official yet. But I'll talk more about that with Igo as he joins us here in uh, the 5 o'clock hour. Right now we'll talk some baseball with Coach Jason Mills and a couple of his players from D.H. Conley, Dixon Williams, and Matthew Mateus. Coach Mills, uh, appreciate you joining us. How you doing? I'm doing great. Appreciate you having us. This is not a Brown segment. This is a Viking segment, right? D.H. Conley segment. Uh, hey, you got a quarterback. We did. Maybe. Well, we If he we, can play. We thought we had another one before, but now it's <laughs> it might be worse. Who knows? <laughs> uh, we'll talk some Conley baseball. And congratulations to you. A milestone victory. Uh, number 400. And I was talking to you. So you uh, got to Conley when I was a, let's see, 99 to 2. I was a senior. senior I was yeah. heading out. So uh, my buddies played for your first ever team there. And uh, I was asking you, did you think in 2022 – you would still be coaching baseball at D.H. Conley back then. Uh, 
you know, you don't look when you're that young, when you're 26, 27, you really don't look forward that far. Um, I never thought I'd be a head baseball coach this long, but, uh, you know, the love, passion, being around young men like this is, it makes it worth it on every day. So, uh, you know, I don't think I can do it as long as Coach Vincent's done it, but there, <laughs> I think I have a few more years left in me. Yeah, uh, you got a legend right down the road, certainly in RV. Let's uh, welcome in the players as well. Dixon Williams, who is an East Carolina commit, is here. Hello, Dixon. Welcome. Hey, doing? doing great. Good to see you. Say that again. I had your mic off. Hey, how we doing? There's the voice. Nice, nice pipes on that young man. <laughs> and uh, I think I've heard of you before, Matthew Mateus, yep. uh, who. Uh, Went to Williamsport with Greenville Little League all those years ago. And, Matthew, we, we knew your name at such a young age. We almost think you should be an adult now. But, no, you're still at D.H. Conley. Yep, uh, still playing baseball. And uh, great to see you, man. Yes, sir. All right. So, uh, Coach, you've got your tough games on the schedule just here in the east. It is such a baseball-rich area. But you are really about to test yourselves uh, against the best competition not in the east not in the state but in the entire country a cool event you got coming up and uh what's going on with you this week so uh we we were invited to be the host school at uh, usa baseball which is the it's the nhsi which stands for the national high school invitational uh basically it's the top teams in the country all come to one place play a single elimination tournament and then if you get knocked out you play some consolation games but these consolation games aren't regular consolation games. These guys are are the best players in the country. So uh, the majority of the the first couple round draft picks are all going to be there. And um, you know we got an invite basically and the host because of these two that are sitting here with me and and our senior class uh, put together such a good product last year and and performed so well. Um, and then they were all returning that uh, we got that invite. So once you get that thing, you, you can't turn it down. You might not know when you're ever going to get it back. Dixon, uh, the old cliche to be the man, you got to beat the man. You, you'd like, I'm sure you enjoy playing the best uh, that baseball has to offer, right? So you got to be looking forward to this. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're looking forward to the uh, competition and just going out there and having fun. And how about you, Matthew? You've been playing the best for a long time now, no, no matter the level you've been in. How exciting is it to see where you kind of stack up against the best in the country? Well, I mean, this summer we play against them all uh, all summer, and it's it's good to go see some of the uh, my friends that we play with during the summer. So, yeah. And a lot of eyeballs on these guys, too. How do you guys handle that pressure when, I guess, look, you're still young, but you've probably felt it playing in the – travel ball playing in big time high school games so dixon what's it like uh, with all those eyeballs on you when you're out there on the field um i would just say i don't know it's, it's just kind of tunnel vision you really don't you can block it out yeah kind of basically how about you matthew you've been in big crowds before does it bother you do you does it you know pump you up how do you feel about it it's just baseball it's a simple game it's a fun game really at the end of the day. Much. That's what you want to hear, right, Coach? It's, uh, yeah, it's just unfortunately, baseball. that's not really true all the time. So <laughs> it's, uh, you know, these two have handled the, the pro um, interest very well this year. Um, you know, they've been out, they were out at practices, they've been out at games, um, following these guys. This week's going to be, you know, I don't want to put any pressure on either one of them, but there's been a lot of interest all week at, uh, when they're pitching in Matthew. And, you know, they found out Dixon's going to be able to take BP on the field. So, you know, we'll probably have all 30 teams there. And we're not talking about area guys anymore. We're now talking about scouting directors and national cross checkers. So these are going to be the decision makers. And, you know, for a 17 year old, young man it's it's a lot of pressure it really is but these two have been handling it well so 
Matthew, you've been committed for a long time to North Carolina. Are you being looked at uh, at the college and pro level as a an arm, as a pitcher? I mean, yeah. I've, once I committed to North Carolina, not really, not really college, but uh, pro guys, yeah, have shown interest. And how about you, Dixon? What's your uh, area of expertise on the field? Uh, middle infield. Middle infielder. And, I'll uh, get up on the bump every now and then. <laughs> hey, he did it last year. Hadn't pitched in our uniform all year, and then third round of playoffs came in and closed the door and then hit a walk-off bomb. So, And if you uh, do end up at East Carolina, where you're committed, Cliff Godwin likes to ask his position guys to pitch. So who knows? Uh, you might have a future in it at the college level. Maybe. I mean, it'll be, it'll be some good BP from up there. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to uh, Dixon Williams, also Matthew Mateus joining us today with Coach Jason Mills. And uh coach uh how about this team you got how far are, are these guys going this year oh it's you know we've had you know unfortunately we've had uh a loss of three guys um for season ending injuries mm. and that they're they've been in our lineup for three years i mean it hurts it hurts but you know i look back to last year and we had this conversation last year i mean we're 10 and 2 and we just beat the number one uh 4a team in the east on saturday throwing a sophomore and, and a senior who who's just kind of coming on so you know the passion how hard these guys are battling right now i don't know how far we can go we've got to get those young players to get on their level and then once they do who knows how far we can go we've been in the eastern finals the last two years and um it's kind of been bothering the all of us here we for talk sure. about it constantly sure. um that it really bothers bothers us we want to get to that next level and take a shot at uh, the state championship but uh you know i'm proud of this group they, the way they've persevered so far this year dixon uh who uh, are some of the guys you like to watch in the major leagues to i don't know maybe model your game after but who are your favorites to to watch uh, i like Corey seager just keeps it simple he's a lefty middle infielder so how about you, Matthew? Oh, I'm a Mets fan, so I got to go with Degrom. Now right. Scherzer too. Yeah, so, uh, uh, great off. I've already said great off season for the Mets. Now the real game starting. The Braves yep. can dominate as they mm-hmm. always do. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to uh, opening day coming up on Thursday, Dixon. Let's talk about your your college choice. Why uh, did you decide to go with East Carolina, uh, hometown? And uh, it was right after a regional, so it kind of made the decision easy. And and coach a pirate guy, but you work with so many guys throughout the country with your job with the uh, the Evo Shield Cane. So you're steering guys everywhere. You might have a little bias, but you really, I guess, look after what's best for for each individual, right? Well, I, with our travel organization, our rule of thumb is never get involved with us. You know, with pushing a kid to a school, I think. You know, I think with both these guys, even as their high school coach, I try to give them as many options as we could, you know, at the beginning, even though Maddie went so early and, yeah. and Dixon went very early as well. He went his fall of his sophomore year, but you try to get guys options so that way they challenge where they're committed to. But these guys are very heavily committed to the places they're going. So you, you feel good as, a, as an adult that they're making good decisions. And Matthew, already seen a great uh, North Carolina ECU series uh, this season. The Pirates were able to win one. North Carolina took the first two at home and uh i guess since you've committed there's been what a different coach and uh probably a lot of changes over those years but still a a very good baseball program and uh how excited are you to to get to chapel hill i can't wait to get there um been looking forward for four years now and just ready to get there were you were you hoping uh the basketball game went a little different last night yeah (laughs) kept me up last night pretty late great game uh and a a great tournament so are you you're all in on north carolina now right 
Well, I'll, while I got you here, I said earlier in the show I'd love to ask a, a Tar Heel fan or maybe a future Tar Heel this question. Did last night even matter after you beat Duke on Saturday? I mean, that's the end-all, be-all, right? It, it is. a uh, Beating Duke's a good thing, but uh, it would have been nice to win. Go ahead and seal the deal. Seal it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got bragging rights over Dukies probably for the rest of your life, so yeah. that's got to be yeah. a, a pretty yeah. good feeling for you. Uh, Dixon, how about your interactions with uh, with Coach Godwin and this ECU baseball staff? I always hear for young guys how tough it is. Now, you hadn't experienced it yet, but uh, is that something that, that excites you? want to be challenged as a player. Are you, are you excited about that? Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to competing with the guys and just – I don't know, just getting there. Yeah. Matthew said. Good stuff. Still a lot of business to take care of, though, out of D.H. Conley first, right, Coach? So. Absolutely. So uh, what else uh, What else is on the agenda here for oh, you guys? Well, we've got after that, uh, we, we have two conference games, and we get a couple days off over Easter. Now in, in Greenville at the five high schools, there are as an Easter tournament uh, that we run with 52 teams coming from out of state. Um, so we're not in that because we're playing at the one in Cary, but Rose will be – uh, tested on Saturday night. They're going to face uh, a guy that played with us on our, our team this fall that is up to 93-94 from the left side. And and uh, then that next week, the 21st, at our place is uh, Rose comes in, and then that Tuesday we go over there. So um, you really couldn't ask for a better April for our club. Maybe a healthier April, but a better. We've got some exciting baseball. And then the last game uh, in April is against South Central, who we lost to uh, – two to one in eight innings so uh maybe try to get back and play a little bit better a little bit cleaner against them and 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 maybe take a win from them as well so uh exciting time and then as soon as we get done baseball these guys all walk across the stage i mean it feels like you know and it's kind of strange i'll tell you because this senior class has lost so much and i know people will talk about it but like matthew was with me uh, his freshman year but dixon was not and then uh sophomore year i was really looking forward to a full season with dixon we got four games i think that year before covid hit us and then last year we got shortened with a, a half year so you know for me this this year is all about enjoying the senior class because it's such a great bunch of kids and and we usually have great kids at conley but there's something special about these 13 that we have this year and we've really shot away from using the word normal since 2019 but does this one feel normal-ish to you guys as far as the season goes pretty normal to me yeah and that's that's a very good yeah thing. no more temp- temperature checks and masks on the field so right. i'm feeling pretty good normal and we've had talks with you over these last couple of years coach about you kind of went from you know what it, it might not be a normal season but let's just get on the field and play some baseball now you get back to kind of a traditional schedule right and right. uh these tournaments so uh it's got to be feeling good over there it definitely does it feels great right now all right, uh, before you guys go, it's Masters Week. I want to get your, uh, if you won the Masters, what would be on your uh, menu that Ooh. you would serve everyone? So we'll start with you, Coach. What's on your Masters menu? So Matsuyama won last year, so it is a Japanese-inspired menu. Uh-huh. And it looks pretty dang good. What would be the Jason Mills-inspired menu? I would definitely go um, fried flounder and uh, well, seafood and collards. Oh yeah, I love me some collards now. I know my boys don't, but I tell you what, I'd be going seafood. I'd make it simple and and make it so you can eat a lot of it. I'm with you. A nice plate of collards would be good. All right, Dixon, how about you? I'm going uh, chicken Alfredo. I'm whipping it up right in the kitchen, right at my house. Oh, you're making it. (laughs) You're very own chicken Alfredo that you're serving these golfers. All right, great. 
Matthew? I'm feeling some steak and uh, potatoes and french fries. All right. Simple. Simple. There you go. Double starches. In double, there. double starch. I like it. All right. Good stuff, guys. Uh, anything else, Coach, before we let nope, you go? Appreciate you having us here. Thank you. You got anything else for us, uh, let us know. And uh, if not, we'll talk to you again and do a uh, Browns preview with you this summer. We'll yeah. get you and Coach Maloney in to talk NFC, AFC North. Well, you know he's retiring now. Retiring 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 retiring, baby coach maloney's hit the end of the road i don't know if i knew that well it's it's, so now he can hang out and talk football with me all day yeah i mean i it's it's unofficially official but i i I don't know if he's it's the classroom part of it okay we're hoping he's gonna you know figure a way out to do the basketball or still want to man that makes me feel old because like yourself he and uh his wife were around when i was were both of them were teachers at conley yeah and at I think they were with me at Cox before they went to Conley, actually. So well, they are it great has been people for sure. absolutely uh, <laughs> fantastic family. Good stuff. How many more years you got? You got to you got to chase RV, so you got another forty or fifty years. In I the, guess in the classroom four. Oh, that's great. So good for uh, you. We'll see what everything else. Yeah, good know. deal, guys. Uh, good luck, and uh, hope Thanks. to to see you guys playing for uh, for years and years. But good luck this year, and I appreciate you joining us. Thank you, sir. All right. Well, uh, take a time out. Come back. We'll have more for you here on a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Also, thanks, Coach Mills, for the hat. I almost feel shameful now that I'm getting all this stuff. Another Look, they're angry at me. I, people are pissed. But, hey, look, a Conley grad, Conley off-the-field legend, freshman baseball team coached by Todd Cochran. There it is. Back in 19-whatever that was. So, thank you for the lid. I appreciate it. Maybe. 97. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, we'll take a time out. Come back. I have more for you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome back into the show. Uh, East Carolina basketball news. Tay Mosher, Pirate freshman, transferring uh, out of the program. and Clip Jr. favorite. Yeah. It had, had, did he I not? wanted my dad to hear it from me and not somewhere at, like on Sports Center tonight. Yeah. <laughs> play it safe go so, ahead yeah go ahead and uh text him now did he text back he did what'd he say he oh, said uh too bad five words dang i'm canceling my season tickets Ooh. he is not handling it well Ooh. so this could be a season ticket decision that tay mosher so there's going to be section one less per- i was about to say there's going to be one less person in section 213 one less well lonely. i use my dad's ticket so that'll be me gone chandler Ooh. gone everybody's gone <laughs> so it's a total of three people <laughs> oh no hey we have entered the transfer portal just wait but there's a lot more moves to be made maybe uh maybe east carolina can get back in his good graces when it comes to hoops so uh, we'll keep you posted on that all right, let's uh, head out to the – hey, we, you know what, Chandler? We can go to games with Billy Weaver. He took us to a game last year. Uh, Billy Weaver joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line. 
my cohort on the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show and uh we'll talk some sports with him right now weave how you doing today man hey clip uh, a little tired from a uh, late night last night but other than that doing pretty good how about you uh doing good uh had a future on kansas so doing great as uh they were able to come back and knock off north carolina last night and, and how about north carolina another big lead against a big 12 team and uh it did not come back to haunt them uh, against the baylor bears earlier this tournament but it did last night as kansas is able to get the win great game great run by hubert davis and the tar hills and i was thinking about it we this is the first real feeling tournament we've had since pre-covid you got to go back a long ways and man it was a fun tournament with the upsets and you ended up with the blue bloods in the final four uh, a great championship to to cap off a, a really fun tournament this year yeah, it was an outstanding tournament. Uh, you know, the St. Peter's run was really fun. Uh, I liked seeing that, uh, that take place. And that was, you know, there were a lot of upsets in the first couple rounds of this tournament. Uh, like you said, you know, if you remember back, uh, in 2020, it was in the ACC tournament when everything got shut down. So we didn't see an NCAA tournament. And of course, last year with the COVID, um, you know, with all the issues as far as, uh, you know, fan attendance being capped at a certain amount and in different venues and things like that, it just didn't have that same NCAA tournament feel, but man, last night and seeing the crowd, that, that's a place that you would have loved to have been um, in attendance to. I, I, that would have been, that, that the Superdome down there in New Orleans is just really awesome. It's, it's really cool. Great atmosphere. Um, lots of North Carolina and Kansas fans showed up. Uh, so that was really cool to see that that type of atmosphere. And for Hubert Davis, man, you can. Uh, it's funny because after after the uh, the game, he had, and I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but he said something like, you know, "It's the first time that I can ever remember uh, a time where I should be disappointed, but I'm so proud." Right. <laughs> yeah. Should be because that that was the team that people, you know, a couple months ago were talking about maybe not even making it into the tournament. Uh, and then the run that they make, and of course, you know, for Hubert to be able to, I mean, had he capped off that run last night and North Carolina won the title, it would be one of the, probably, one of the biggest storylines for a first-year head coach ever uh, because of the way it was done and having to go through and knock off, you know, handing Coach K his last ever uh, loss at Cameron Indoor Stadium and then meeting him up in the finals. And, I mean, it would have just been kind of a storybook ending for him. But like you said, it, it's one of those things where you should be disappointed because you lost, but you have to look at the body of work. And North Carolina just has everything, and he has everything to be proud of. And, you know, if you're a North Carolina fan uh, and you were worried about losing Roy Williams and being in good hands, you don't have to worry about that anymore. North Carolina's in pretty good hands right now. And I'd like to poll North Carolina fans and ask how much – does last night's loss even matter after what happened on saturday because kansas will be a champion it looks like they're about to get some penalties from the ncaa who knows if the championship even stands but we'll i mean nobody will ever forget coach k's final game and that's losing to north carolina in the final four they have bragging rights until the end of time over duke it's just not going to be topped unless duke can beat them in a national championship which uh we finally saw them play in the tournament for the first time ever this year so the likelihood of that happening is uh is nearly zero so i, I don't even know we've yeah the loss probably stings to to Toriel fans today but in the does it even matter because you you got the ultimate win the the game before that on saturday night yeah, and I think um, I think of, as of right now, 
Um, it matters a little bit, but just because of the fact that North Carolina got out to a 16-point lead in that first half, they were up by 15 at halftime, and North Carolina fans are thinking, okay, we're going to win a national championship here. And then, you know, the first part of the second half, Kansas goes on that quick run, and before you know it, it's down to, you know, what, three or four points, and then Kansas takes the lead. Um, So from that uh, perspective, yeah, uh, but, you know, after today and looking down the road, North Carolina fans are going to say, you know what, it doesn't even really matter because it was such a magical season. And from what they did during this season is, is all that's going to matter. And, it, I mean, how do you ever top that? Because you're talking about against arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time, if not the greatest coach of all time. I mean, there, you know, we can sit here and argue for days about who's the GOAT in college basketball as far as head coaches go, but, you know, nobody can argue that you got to put Coach K in there. Um, so, you know, in the future, if, if you know, it, be, it becomes where there's another, you know, outstanding, I mean, this is going to be years and years and years down the line, but for this foreseeable future, I don't know if you could, you could kind of draw up a better win for North Carolina. Billy, we were joining us. A little sad that uh, the madness is over, but a, a lot going on. This is a great sports week. Of course, here locally, we got ECU baseball. We got a spring game. Uh, also, you got Major League Baseball getting underway on Thursday. And we've, I, I'll say this, this is not an insult to Mets fans, and, and especially you, because you you know the deal when it comes to the Mets. But I just find it interesting that between December and March, the Mets uh, dominated the offseason in the NL East and uh, brought in some big arms and they popped the champagne and it was an offseason championship for New York. They were the favorites in the NL East the entire offseason. Well, now here we are, the week of the season beginning. We're two days away. The Braves are once again the favorite in the NL East. DeGrom is going to miss his first start. Max Scherzer's banged up but says he will pitch on Friday. It's almost like, all right, time for the real thing. Time for the Mets to get to the back of the line again. I think they're going to be good, Weave. And, in fact, it's very close uh, with the betting odds. Who's going to win the East? And I may come back to eat these words later, but you as a Met fan knows that the offseason is the fun. It's kind of like being a Washington fan. The offseason is great when you have to start playing real games and keep people healthy. That's when it gets tough, right? Well, I'll take it one even further. It, it, as a Mets fan, it's it's even worse for Mets fans because you know, being a Washington fan, it's you know, like you said, the preseason you get all hyped up, and then once the season starts, you're like back to reality. But with the Mets, there have been times. Usually, with the Mets, the way it works, April, May, sometimes into June, they look really good. And then the injury bug hits, hits them, uh, and then the All Star break comes, and the, you know the Mets are out of it by the all-star break so at least they the Mets they start the season very well will they start this season well I don't know and you know it's just it's the life of a Mets fan and uh you know to be honest with you it just doesn't surprise me <laughs> we'll see what happens when they throw out the first pitch coming up this Thursday but looking forward to some major league baseball as I mentioned we've spring game coming up this weekend and we and I'll be back with you after games uh this September this will be the last time you get a chance to see the Pirates until the fall and until they open things up against NC State and sounds like it has been a a very productive very smooth uh spring ball for Mike Houston so many veterans now continuity on the coaching staff um it sounds like it's been easy going weave and uh, I've been uh, very pleased to hear reports out there in fact on Saturday 
if you want to see ECU stars, you, you might want to get there early because I don't think you'll see a lot of Holden, uh, Keaton, Rajay. They're going to let a lot of backups play coming up on Saturday. Yeah, because those guys have gone through the the rigors of spring training and you know fall workouts and everything, and with the COVID season, everybody getting extra years and stuff. These guys know it. I mean, even you know Holton after Saturday's this past Saturday's practice has said, you know, I mean everything is kind. Of, he's he he doesn't need a whole lot of time to get ready. Uh, he knows the system. Um, there are a couple of new you know receivers out there that he wants to get um, kind of locked in and dialed in with. Uh, but one of the big things that, you know, I understand came out of this past weekend was the offensive line play. And I'll be interested during the spring game to see how well the offensive line does. Because, of course, that's a unit that, uh, you know, through the years there's been problems with the offensive line and with the, the scheme and with the way, uh, you know, Holton plays back there. He needs that offensive line to play well. And if East Carolina's offensive line uh, is better from last year, then that's a good thing for ECU football for sure. Billy Weaver joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line. We've uh, let's talk a little NASCAR as Denny Hamlin wins it in Richmond. I, I was telling CJ Schaefer uh, earlier, he went to that race. So I was in my car. I went to the grocery store. I was actually listening to the race on the radio, and I heard that Denny Hamlin had fresh tires. William Byron had old tires, and he was tracking them down. And I kind of, and, and by the way, Hamlin is on Team Dreyfus, uh, Byron's on Team Brock. So <laughs> I kind of knew where that was going. I actually stopped listening to it with about 10 laps left because I knew what was going to happen. But sure enough, Hamlin chased him down, got the win uh, in Richmond. And uh, that was kind of exciting, though, that last 40 or so laps. Uh, could Denny and, and Kevin Harvick on those fresh tires catch up to the leader? And, and sure enough, they burn him down and, uh, and got him. Yeah, and it was nice to see one of the veteran drivers win for uh, the first time this year. The first six races were young guns. Yeah, been some weird, some different names this year, Weave, in the winter circle. It has been, and I, I like seeing that. But my question to you is, does does Team Dreyfus even know that Team Dreyfus won? No, no, he hadn't mentioned it uh, all week. Because <laughs> he probably has no idea. And by the way, I'm not mentioning it to him, so he's going to have to come to me. <laughs> I only mention it to him if my guy wins. So. <laughs> I don't blame you. That's that's the best way to look at it for sure. But yeah, it was, it was nice to see Denny Hamlin. You know, that's a home track for him in Richmond, and you know, we've got Martinsville coming up. And you know, Martin Truex Jr. was very good at Richmond and always leads a lot of laps there. And he was one of the odds-on favorites to win this past weekend in Richmond. He led a lot of laps, but didn't pull out the victory. It was Denny Hamlin. But going into Martinsville this weekend, um, you know, that's the guy you got to look forward, uh, look look towards. Uh, to get into victory lanes, Martin Truex Jr. He's won three of the last five races there, both of the last, you know, last couple spring races there. So he's he knows how to get around the paperclip. Uh, so I would if I had a if I was a betting man, I'd go with Martin Truex Jr. this weekend. All right, I will keep that in mind, and uh, hopefully he can get his first win of the 2022 season. We got some Masters uh, coming up Thursday, and I'm always somewhat interested in it. I'll flip over there on Sundays, but. This time, we've, I'm going to be locked in from day one, from morning one, because Harold Varner III will be participating in his first Masters, and that gives all of us Pirate fans a rooting interest uh, this week. And you've got the other story, Weave, that it looks like Tiger, for the first time since that horrific car crash he was in, is going to play in a tournament, and it's going to be right there in Augusta beginning on Thursday. So you've got a local storyline, a national storyline, and Man, have you seen the fans just there for the practice rounds, Weave? That thing is going to be packed this weekend. Yeah, it looked like a Sunday at the Masters when Tiger is in contention. But just the fact that he's going to be playing is amazing. Um, 
And you know what? I mean, he wouldn't be playing if he didn't think he he had the ability to win. I don't think that's a possibility. I just don't don't see that happening. But you never count Tiger Woods out. I think if he just makes the cut at uh, Augusta, it, it, it'd be a major story. And it's it's huge for golf. It's huge uh, for CBS. It's huge for the viewing audience. So I think it's a good thing to have Tiger. And I'm going to be watching for both of those reasons like you, seeing how Tiger does, and, of course, keeping an eye on HV3 and rooting hard for the purple and gold for sure. No doubt about it. Billy Weaver joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line. Weave, anything else going on in the world of sports? Let's catch your eye. Well, no, just uh, getting ready for some more pirate baseball too, and yeah. uh, hopefully, hopefully they can get things. You know, uh, they've, they've been a little bit kind of on a roller coaster ride with them. Uh, but it, I tell you what, what a crazy series at Cincinnati! So I'm looking forward to some more pirate baseball. Looking forward to getting out to Clark Leclaire on some nice spring days and uh, cheer on the pirates. We've good stuff. We will uh, talk to you again soon. Have a great rest of your week, man. All right, thanks. You too. Billy, we were joining us on a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a timeout, come back. We still have some basketball interviews to get to. We'll get to know the new ECU of basketball assistant coaches, Riley Davis, Jake Morton. We uh, might run one of those coming up next segment. If uh, not, we'll certainly get them both in hour number three, where Stephen Igo will also be a part of today's program. We're rolling right along here on Pirate Radio Live on a tuesday we'll check and see what's going on on our facebook live feed if you want to chime in on something going on in the sports world on this tuesday we'll get to that as well more to go pirate radio live back with you after this listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by first bank together with our customers we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive visit the first bank location on arlington boulevard in greenville for all your personal and business banking needs now back to the show welcome back for the latest breaking news interesting stories and awesome contests that can make you a winner be sure to follow pirate radio on our social media on facebook twitter and instagram at pr 927fm Join the over 54,000 followers today. And, Clip, as we head back in to uh, the show, first of all, a score update on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard brought to you by the Buck. The Buck. We got a wink. We got another W in the column. ECU softball wins it at North Carolina Central by a final of 13-8. to So, uh, and the Pirates will be back home this weekend as they will have a weekend series at Max R. Joyner Stadium. And uh, you can hear me on the PA on Saturday and Sunday coming up this weekend. Does anyone really care? Does anyone really care? Chandler, <laughs> that is not the time to use that. Okay. Secondly, so, that, that's the first time we use it on the show, and you're going to have it that used that way for the rest of your life. you got to live with that. Tell you what, you put Do on. Do really even care? <laughs> does anyone really care? All right, we got a new does sound. Really care? We got a new sound bite. We're excited about to use in the future. I was going to break it out with Igo. Let's and use. then Chandler had to go and ruin it. Chandler ruins it. I pulled the trigger. Yeah. I'm sorry. What is it, Charlie? Premature sound bite. Uh, What's and- the sound bite though? One more time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Does anyone really care? <laughs> We're going to get a lot of mileage out of that one. Oh, yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, okay, um, and this is a story uh, that is worth how? keeping an eye on because we just talked about... Pinky! I'm Take a drop break. kick his ass in a second. Relax! You don't... You don't Knock what is it off. You, you've been on some uppers? I'm on one. I, I'm, I'm on one today. Yeah, He's had too are. much energy drinks today. Yeah, I, did I, have a, I had a Reese's How cup. many Mike Breen's you had over there today? A what? Mike Breen's. Bang! Yeah. Bang! How many bangs have you I had? I had one this morning. All right. Was that the one you were drinking when you came in? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's okay. Anyway. Um, moving on. Uh, transfer portal news. We just talked about Tay Mosher going into the transfer portal for East Carolina. Well, there's another one we may want to keep an eye on. And I'm not. I'm not saying say anything. His, just. I want keep, you to say his name. Say oh, his name. I, no, you brought it up. Say, say his, his name because I know now, what you're talking about. I'm gonna butcher the hell out of it, probably. Yeah. So if you're listening, I apologize profusely if I do not get this. What if name this right. is the reason he doesn't come here because you butcher his name? right now well that's just something i will have to live with for the rest of my life hanjay tamba okay that's probably close we need to ask new ecu head coach mike schwartz but with mike schwartz having ties to tennessee this is a six foot 11 229 pound center who uh, sat out during his redshirt season, uh, so he's not getting a lot of playing time, has now decided to go into the transfer portal. So I'm, I'm not saying he's coming to East Carolina. I'm just saying that that's something to keep an eye on because with Schwartz's ties to uh, Tennessee, it certainly could be an option. So that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I noticed that too, and I've never I, seen I the guy I want to strongly play. emphasize that because I don't want anybody getting on Twitter saying I said he was coming to East Carolina. I didn't say that. I did not say that. Yeah, Don't you put words in my mouth. Never seen the guy. Never seen him play. Don't, I saw an image of him on social media, and I'll, I'll just go ahead and say I want him here. I mean, 6'11", 229? Yeah, you him. can't argue with those stats. I'll take him. I'll take him. Come on in. Come on in the house. All right, so uh, there are a couple of updates, including one on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Chandler, do you have Tiger's group for Thursday? Tiger? Nope. Uh, Harold Varner the third. I was about to say, I misread that assignment. <laughs> we were talking about I was Tiger. like, he doesn't even know if he's going to play or not. We were talking about Tiger during the break, and I got the name wrong. Yes, I do. Thanks to our good buddy, Eric Gullickson. Gully. Gully Washer. Gully Washer. A post about a couple <laughs> you know of... You they have Woj bombs? <laughs> when oh, Eric Gullickson breaks some news. What is it? A Gully Washer. A Gully Washer. Oh, we got a Gully Washer here. Well, well this is from two hours ago. He put a piece up there on WITN.com. Former ECU golfer Harold Varner III will tee off at 108 p.m. on Thursday and 9.50 a.m. on Friday. Hmm. He is in a group with Sergio Garcia hmm. and Thomas Peters. Okay. Sergio. It's a big name. Yep. And, maybe, uh, maybe though, actually, you know, Sergio is notorious for taking a long time. Oh, ah, good point. That's true. Long time to get he's himself a, set to, to he, take a tee shot. He's a slow place. He's a s- slow paced guy. What do you think about that, Molly? Being, I mean, is there, there's such thing as too slow, right? Which Sergio is too slow, in I my mean, opinion. I mean, look, you could play, but let's get it going. Let's, let's, I would prefer. You know, I would prefer you play a little up pace. Uh, but, I mean, do whatever you want to do. But, I mean, look, it, just go up there, hit the golf ball. It's all it takes. I mean, just – I think you're overthinking it. You know, we know there's some people 
that like to overthink things and overdo things in this world. And Sergio's one of them. And I know Sergio. Um, How do you know Sergio? I know him. I know a he's, lot of people. He's dog cussed him a couple times because he's taking too long to tee off on yeah. the daggone shot. Have you ever pulled him aside? I've, I've pulled him to the side <laughs> one time. He, he took so long on a chip shot. And I said, Sergio, come here. I said, look. I said, you ain't, look, you're chipping. You're not taking the SAT. I mean, what, what are you doing here? Yeah. And uh, he's a good guy. And, but I hope he picks up the pace. Because, I mean, I'm going to be watching Harold. Of course, everybody's going to be watching Harold. And, uh, Molly, I think the Masters, and everybody would agree with me here. This is not a crazy statement. I know you'll agree as well. The course is so beautiful. The azaleas. It is the most beautiful course I've ever seen. I'm sure you would agree with that too, right, Molly? I mean, you might as well play at Bradford Creek. I mean, what? I don't know. What do you mean? You really think that Augusta National is pretty? <laughs> really? <laughs> all right, Faith. Or what are you, like a fan? You, you, all right, you know what? You know what? You must be a big fan of Asalias. You're going to be, you're going right. to get in trouble with the real Molly if we keep going on. He's going to bust down this door and yeah. just give you all the business. Nah, we, we love picking with Molly. Uh, we love, we rose with the ones we love That's and right. we love Molly. And uh, Molly will be invited to our Masters draft coming up on Wednesday Tomorrow. before Chandler hits the road. Uh, we will do a Masters draft. So looking forward to that. And we'll see how the. Uh, how I think the- we asked him last week, but I want to kind of. I want to hear what he, who he likes in the Masters, and I think he did say last week throughout some names. But uh, tomorrow we'll be one day away from uh, teeing things off uh, at Augusta National. I like the so. tee off time. So after one on Thursday means we can watch it throughout the day and during the show, and then on Friday we'll know by showtime if Harold has made the cut in Augusta. And I'll talk about that with uh, Greeny. How big would that be? Uh, huge. That would be huge for a guy like huge. Harold Warner. Uh, who is you know making his debut here in this big tournament, this big major? And it's like, oh, that would be, that would be a huge deal. But and he's playing with house money. Nobody expected him to be there. I agree with that, but I also feel like he belongs, right? Like the no, way he's we, been playing lately. Oh, no, I completely he, agree. We with should you. almost and it's his first time on the court. I guess what I'm trying to say is like. It's no longer a big story for him to appear no. in a, any tournament or to he, to finish top twenty. Like that's kind of what he does. Like we expect it now. No, he's he's absolutely earned this spot in the Masters uh, in this field. No doubt about it. I mean, the play that he had, uh, the, you know, his golf his golf outing there in the Saudi Arabia Invitational, and then the Players that, Championship, that, that that big putt there. Yeah, you know his performance in the Players Championship. What finishing on the leaderboard? I think maybe top ten. Yeah, um, he's been playing great golf lately. So no, no doubt about it. I'm expecting uh, great golf from Harold Varner the uh, third this weekend. And uh, I mean, we'll have to see. But I would really like for him to make the cut. We all will. Uh, be hoping that he does that, and that will be a big, big deal. Uh, watching a former pirate uh, playing on Saturday and Sunday in the Masters. Ah, uh, Kevin Kozar, we saw him earlier. Picked up his prize, uh, some bush lattes. He said, "I think Chandler had some. Uh, have one of my bush lattes." No, you've been diving into the giveaway no, beer, I, Kevin. I told you not to say anything. <laughs> 
You been chugging a few back yeah, there? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a latte latte guy. You're a latte guy. <laughs> latte. Hey. I'll be You're a latte gone. guy. <laughs> I'm a latte. Good for you, man. Bush light. Good for you, buddy. Bush latte. All right. Uh, anything else going on? We'll save the basketball interviews for hour three. We got Stephen Igo coming up. Uh, Major League Baseball starting. What am I missing? I think I'm missing something. We got CJ out at spring football practice. He's back. Spring game. He's back. He's, guess who's back? Um, I'm surprised he didn't take the rest of the day off and uh, just come in tomorrow <laughs> after coming back from football practice. <laughs> I don't know why. I like trashing CJ because he comes back at me, as do you guys. I like trashing people that come back at me. If it's like a wounded animal, I'm not going to beat the dead well, it's horse. No nah. fun. But it's if you no come back at me way. and roast me, that's what I really like. I like getting roasted. <laughs> I love it when you roast me. I do. It's fun to me. <laughs> I love watching those roasts where they just kill each other, and it's all in the name of laughter. Like I think that's fantastic. We need more laughter in this world. All right, let's take a break. The hell am I talking about? Oh, right. Stephen Igo, Hoist the Colors, joins us when we return on Pirate Radio Live. We got a giveaway for you as well on this Tuesday. A lot more to go. We're back with you after these words. listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show welcome back at angel oak they continue to make customer service a number one priority a local mortgage advisor is the key to your transaction success the combination of their local team's experience and Angel Oaks' wide offerings of products from standard conventional, government, and portfolio loans is something for every financial situation. For more information, call Talbot Green, Braxton Green, Joanne Weir, or Wanda Hager at 751-2060. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Barack. Back with you on a Tuesday. How about another Conley alum here? Did you play for Jason Mills? Stephen Igo? uh yeah for a year yeah or two we had him in uh studio in with baseball program yeah give us your uh projection on dixon williams who was just sitting in that chair a moment ago he is a nice. big young man yeah i'm starting to hear some some potential real draft buzz for him and well, that he might not even make it to campus well this week they are going tomorrow they're going to carry to play in that best of the country tournament and there's going to be real deal mlb people out there and yeah so start to get nervous time yeah i mean i think it's good you know it's always the the age-old debate of you want to recruit high-level kids but yeah. you also want them to come to school so how do you kind of balance that you got to recruit the best yeah, and you recruit guys in your own backyard so yeah. i think ecu knew he was good when he's committed or when he committed but i think he's become even better than what they would thought than what they thought just a big time bat power hits for average i know last year talking to some people at conley like bryant packard was obviously kind of the the gold standard and people think he can even be a better hitter than packard Man. which i mean what a packard hit 418 one year at ecu um so and was a third or fourth round pick like he's so good that uh, mills said something that 
I just assume everybody takes BP, and he was like, uh, there will be a time where Dixon does on-field BP in front of everyone. Like, the scouts want to see him specifically take BP. That's kind of like, right. hey, he's pretty elite. Yeah, and I think it's – he's – He's going to have the opportunity to get drafted. There's no doubt about that. It's just a matter of what is what is his number. Right. How much does he value playing at ECU? And I would think that his number is pretty high. But at the end of the day, if you get life-changing money straight out of high school, yeah. you take it. Because, I mean, you always have the opportunity to come back to school. And you never want to risk leaving it all out there if you end up getting the, the number you want. Now, if he gets a low ball, then I think he'll come to school. But he's definitely going to have a lot of draft interest. How about Matthew Mateus? He uh, and I, I kind of hate when we know kids' names so early. It's kind of weird, right? That, right. Because we knew him as a twelve-year-old, and uh, he's been committed to North Carolina for so long. And uh, he says he's excited to get to Chapel Hill. But uh, how about him as a, a prospect? Where is he in the baseball world? I go. I think he's getting some buzz too. Honestly, don't know as much about his situation just because he's heading to UNC and right. not ECU and. You know, it's I focus more on ECU. No disrespect to Mateus. He's obviously a great pitcher. But I think he's still, most people I've talked to would think he would benefit from going to North Carolina and continuing to develop there more so than going straight to the pros as a pitcher. But, I mean, you see it sometimes with pitchers more so than position players. Uh, one team can fall in love with a, a guy specifically and give him a shot. So, uh, But I think he, too, values – north carolina the education so but i honestly don't know enough about his draft stock to say one way or the other i got i talked to the players about this yesterday and i'll ask you as somebody who covers this team makes preseason projections uh if i told you Ryder giles was ecu's best pitcher before the season started probably would have said a there's an issue right. but b you're lying uh, but right now, I'm just going by the numbers, right? Yeah, he most, is he, the most productive pitcher. Most effective pitcher. I effective. Mean, yeah. However you want to say it, he has been the best pitcher. There's no doubt about that. I mean, and it's become, it went from like a novelty to like, right. all right, we're going to rely on him. <laughs> all right. Like, that's the thing. I mean, it's, I do wonder how sustainable it is from the standpoint of he's, to me, he's not going to go out there and give you like seven, eight innings. But at this point, if he gives who's you four and a third. You, yeah, who's giving you three innings? Yeah. So, like, you take it. I mean, I, I don't blame ECU at all for going this route. You know he's going to throw strikes. So the only way he's going to get beat is if a team just knocks him around the yard, which is, you know, at some point he's going to give up a home run. Like, he throws 84 miles an hour. Like, at some point somebody's going to he's going to fall behind 2-0 and somebody's going to bear up a fastball. But at the same time, at least he's not out there walking guys, hitting guys. Uh, he's deceptive enough to where it takes usually a time or two through the order for them to get a gauge on it. By that time, you hope he's mowed enough down where yeah. he's gone through four innings or That's whatever. That's basically what's been happening. And now that he's worked his pitch count up, you know he can go into that four or five inning range. And I think ECU's bullpen is good enough right now to where you, you take that every time because, you know, I think ideally if you were drawing up the team on paper, you would want to say we want Sailor or Spivey or Mayhew in more of a starting role. And then Giles come out of the bullpen. But, like, those guys have not done well in a starting role, specifically Sailor. Yeah. You know, he had his opportunity. He, at this point, is more comfortable out of the bullpen. So, like, you don't really want to mess with that mojo. And so I almost feel like you just leave this as it is until either something goes wrong or, like, you know, you just have to switch it back. So I, I 
I would just roll with it. Mayu did good in his weekend week midweek starting role mm-hmm. last week against NC State, right? Uh, did allow a run. He had a double but pass was, ball. Yeah, it shouldn't have happened. And uh but but looked pretty good out there. Do you think we see more of that maybe midweek or maybe does that ever extend into a weekend with Mayhew on the ball? I wouldn't rule it out. I, I know back in the in the fall that they would kind of stretch him out as a starter, as a potential starter. I know he said on you guys' show in the past he's more comfortable in the bullpen. It's kind of what he's always done. But to me... But as a bullpen guy that can go extended. Right. Like he's yeah. not saying, I want to be there for one, one inning. inning he, yeah. he, he'll go a few innings. I think, you know, Gross has looked good the last two outings. I yeah. think the, the thing that hurt him against Cincinnati was that six-run inning and having to sit so long. Um, but I could see a role for C.J. Mayhew as a starter eventually. I, I think you're going to continue to see this rotation change. I just don't – you know, you don't have that front-line guy that kind of makes everything else fall into order. You're almost having to piece it together every weekend at this point without a wizard hunt. And a lot of teams without an ace in college baseball go through the same thing. I mean, Cincinnati was in the same boat last week. I haven't checked out Wichita. I know they got some pitchers coming back from last year, but they've struggled at, at, at some point too. So I don't know. It's just college baseball, man. It's it's hard to find more than three to four really good arms, and it's tough to have both a good starting pitching rotation and a bullpen. We uh, and by the time he ended his career at ECU, we didn't take him for granted. But Tyler Smith joined me in the studio a few weeks ago. I go, we kind of take that Sunday starter, yeah. that spot, kind of for granted, right? Where he's not your best pitcher, but if you got a guy like Smitty throwing on Sunday, that that's why you win so many games, right? You, I mean, we need a guy like that this year. You just think, like, the biggest problem with Smitty was, man, he just gets to that fifth inning yep. and falls apart. Well, you can't get three innings right now on those starts, so yep. like we would all take Tyler Smith as a Friday night guy on some some cases. So, yeah. I mean, even Cooch at this point, I know he got hit around a little bit at Cincinnati. His defense did not help him out at all in the Friday game. But, like, he's steadily giving you five, six innings. So what? He's giving up two to three runs. I mean, you take that every time right now with this pitching staff and i don't know who in this conference has like a legitimate friday night ace to where you're going to be right really worried about going out there and losing two to nothing two to one on a friday if you have a question or comment you can chime in on facebook uh is wizard coming back no he is not charles um charles also asked do we have any players left on the basketball roster tay mosher the latest to transfer is it official tremont not coming back or is everybody he's not, just he's not coming okay so he's gone suggs is gone Newton's gone. Vance Jackson's gone. Tay Moser's gone. That would be five. J.J. Miles is gone. The six. You had 14 scholarship players last year, so you still got eight guys on the roster. I don't know what Luigi DeBose's status is, but I think he's still um, working out with the team, but I need to clarify that. Okay. But, you, I mean, you still got seven. So everybody else still around. This is not quite an LSU situation yet where they have zero scholarship players. Correct. How crazy is that story, by the way? Uh, Mike asking, is I go wearing a Kansas blue shirt? Is that subtle trash talk? I honestly didn't even realize it, but yes. <laughs> it kind of is. It really is. Great game last night, I go. Insane. Wrapping up a great tournament. Yeah, happy for you that um, Kansas wanted to blow out. By the way, <laughs> so did you have Kansas money line or Kansas spread? I had Kansas to win the championship, okay. so all they had to do was win. So you were happy? Very have but you unblocked Troy yet? I did. I unblocked him after the game. I had okay. to block him for the game. It was, you get it, right? I mean, it was seven to zero. Yeah. So, I mean, 
And and Ellerby asked me a great question because we were talking about jinxes, and it's a great question because I knew the answer. I knew the exact game where I told my dad, this is boring. The Redskins are winning by too much. It's not fun. I want a close game. Wow. And he was like, never say that. And sure enough, they lost that game. Do you? Are you a big jinx guy? Uh, if it's my team. You're to the point where if the Mariners are up 6-3 oh to three in the 7th, and I say... Hey, I go another W. I would, like you would be pissed. I would about lose it. my mind. Right. So you get it. You understand it. Especially a team that's been perpetually terrible, like the Mariners. Say that word again. Perpetually. <laughs> a burglary. Terrible and per. No, oh, whatever. Per- perpetually. Yeah. Perpetually. Yeah. Perpetually in perpetuity. Oh, we're gonna have to single that God, one out. No, that's a good one. That was terrible. I'm a dork. Uh, two and two thirds. <laughs> Bad news. Uh, Malcolm Gray can't join us today. You still want to do an MLB uh, preview? Um, Go through the division. We can. I mean, I got to get out of here though, at like five thirty, five, because for football practice, you know that thing. Yeah. Wait. Oh, I guess CJ was out there earlier taking yeah. pictures. You just saw him at Starbucks. You guys, and then your work. Is that actually Brandon Suggs haterade? This in that is cup? Brandon Suggs haterade. I go and I, I thought about this uh, during the break. Served exclusively from Starbucks. I go and I, we're having a we're having a good segment here. It's going pretty good. We are having a feud behind the VIP paywall right now. This is a this lot is a one-sided feud. <laughs> right, I go has not even. <laughs> I've not accepted this feud yet. <laughs> so I kind of look bad where I'm just trashing Iga, <laughs> and he is ignoring it. He hadn't even looked, opened the thread. That's the uh, first I heard about it. <laughs> uh, but this is a lot like boxing, where the guys fighting don't dislike each other. They're just doing it for a payday. Right. So I go, we should do all our feuds on VIP now. People have to pay for them. That's perfectly fine with me. Hey, anything to sell subscriptions. Uh, but, yeah, there is a one-sided feud because Igo continues to slander the good name of Brandon Suggs after he's gone, kick a man while he's down, beat a dead horse. I don't know why he's try- he's deciding to do this. But I feel like I have to defend Brandon Suggs even after he has left us. I thought the Brandon Suggs sug boat sank as soon as he entered the transfer portal i did too but you keep bringing up his damn name are so i have st- to keep defending him are you still going to honor it like a scholarship through the rest of the semester i mean what are you going to do the- when you stop talking bad about him i'll stop defending him how about that hey i'm just reporting what i heard all I mean, right if you don't want to stay at ecu then move on that's what he's doing and how about you move on and we'll all move on <laughs> i swear next year next during the season you're going to be like Oh, that, there's a turnover. That reminds me of Brandon Suggs. You're going to do that, and I'm going to have to do this. I'm ready to move on. I really thought Tay Mosher could be the next Brandon <laughs> Suggs. And Why? He, Say it. Go ahead. He had a couple turnovers in six minutes of action, and he had two turnovers in that one minute, that one game. Yeah, we remember that. But he's a hustle player. Defensive. He had, like, one rebound in that one game. He could shoot the three a little bit. I don't know why you have to belittle people. I'm just – I'm just messing. I like Tay Mosher. I know. I know. But, man. I'm trying to continue the feud. It's a work. <laughs> I know. We're giving it to him for free. You got to do this oh, behind the paywall. <laughs> People need to. Uh... Speaking of works, do you watch WrestleMania? Does anyone really care? <laughs> <laughs> that soundbite is going to be great moving forward. I can't is that wait. Jeff Charles? It is. It's the new cool, neat story. It's does anyone really care? Does anyone really care? <laughs> What is that? Where did that come from? Uh, it's on one of his new Inside the Booths uh, that he's doing this month on Pirate Radio, and I can't even remember. From the booth? 
or inside no the booth. from the booth was the name of his show inside the booth is his segments he does that run on pirate radio uh-huh. during commercial breaks there's always does anyone really care <laughs> no nobody really cares the name of it what was he talking about shirley do, do y'all remember uh, uh usfl yeah it was usfl it might have been usfl it was it okay. was he also did some terrible baseball predictions where he said the Phillies are going to win the East. So Jeff Charles has lost all credibility of my book. What a complete jabroni. We'll talk to him Wednesday at 1. And Does anyone really care? Actually, Wednesday. Does anyone really good. care? <laughs> uh, did Does you watch really WrestleMania? Um, did you watch some, Edge? Yeah, I watched it. And his, uh, you know, I'm sad that Metalingus is... Oh, out right. the door but his new intro is pretty hype you know yeah. he's, he's going for the hill run and i'm excited about the f- <laughs> that guy's butt <laughs> i'm excited about the faction uh that he is creating with <laughs> as we just see pictures of dudes butts on whatever the heck we're watching it's yeah. a little disturbing yeah does anyone really care <laughs> some people do uh yeah edge has started a heel right now it's a duo I they love gotta stables. Get yeah, they got to get at least three or four, and I feel like wrestling has not had a good stable in a long right. time. Right, I agree. And now Edge, that he's older, he, and he don't need to be taking he damn be bumps but so much. Yeah, I mean, he needs to be the big boss, right? And send the other guys out there. So yeah, I like that. He does need a title run though. Now I watched the final four on Saturday night. Same flipped over to wrestlemania after that so i saw some good stuff was that edge saturday night i think it was well that ain't edge <laughs> that is well done Sterling. <laughs> maybe that won't edge was edge saturday or sunday edge was sunday okay so saturday was night, not edge that ain't edge well that, well, ain't, that ain't edge thank you <laughs> i turned on wrestlemania saturday night and i said Well, that ain't it. That's what I said. I took a long pause. I was well, trying to study the TV. <laughs> was that the, that, was that was, the Jim Rome way of changing the channel? I was trying to figure out who I was looking at on TV, and I kept rubbing my eyes and looking, and I was like, that. It was kind of a grizzly dude, but it, it wasn't He's edge. got a beard, but he looks young, and he didn't come out to on this day. Right. So finally, I concluded that, well. Well, that ain't it. Yeah, that ain't it what the hell was i even trying to say i watched stone cold and uh owens and then i watched stone cold <laughs> stun mcmahon and the McAfee. worst freaking stunner in the history of life pretty embarrassing mcmahon didn't look too embarrassing before that in the ring but that is he looked that was bad that was not good. <laughs> i mean granted the dude is what in his 70s yeah i mean impressive for him to be so out like, there but i don't it's not a surprise but if you're going to go out there to take the stunner, you at least got to stay on your feet when you get the soft kick in the belly. It was pretty... Uh, it just kind of ruined the moment. It did. I mean, Austin was laughing. He did all he could. Uh, how about Austin actually wrestling? Like, I can't believe he was doing that. He took a suplex on the concrete. Yeah. Uh, and then what? he gave one on the concrete or what on the a, stage. What a deranged individual. But, man, he made the uh, the whole weekend, really, in my opinion. I didn't watch a ton of it, but I watched that. And I watched Roman and uh, and Lesnar. Kudos to the crowd, man. Crowds make good wrestling shows. They were jacked. And the problem was the match just kind of ended weird and abruptly. And we're sick of those guys anyway, as it is. But uh, all right, there's your WrestleMania recap. 
I Does anyone not, really I, care? No, no. I definitely cares. did not watch that match, nor hand. a replay of it. Whose hand? <laughs> All right. I go. Baseball. Oh, you did an uh, an article write up bullet point. What would you call it of the new uh, transfer receiver Isaiah Winstead? Um, I would say write up reasons to be excited or no, what to expect from Whitehead. Do you really <laughs> believe or Winstead? Winstead. Sorry, uh, Isaiah Whitehead. He trained Whitehead. Isaiah. I think he went to Seton Hall, played basketball. Um, you think he comes in and is now he's got to fit in with the team and all that stuff. I think he's he's done a good job of that. He's already been to ECU twice. He came up on his own to throw with Holton. He's got a relationship with QB1 before his official visit. I pointed in the chair that he sits in on Mondays like he's here right now. So let's say all that is taken care of from a talent standpoint. Like, is he the number one option week one against NC State? If CJ Johnson's not on the field, and I think even if CJ was, that, yeah, I think Winstead, as it stands right now, is your most talented, proven receiver, and he should be your number one target. Okay. Fair enough. Can I read this? Uh, sure, if you want to. It's VIP. I mean, this at this point, it's we've already broken the, what is it, the third wall, the yeah. fourth wall? All right, so there's a story on Hoist the Colors about, and then Braden Suggs transferring and all that. So I made a joke, as I tend to do, which I would say, what, I go, 95% of the Hoist the Colors people understand is a joke? Yes, um that oh not surprised to see more steven i go hate speech uh wait let me start that over not surprised to see more brandon suggs hate speech coming from steven i and then you had and you got to give him credit a loyal hoist the colors ecu guy who said i is just reporting what he's heard you're the one using bias as always steven <laughs> Stephen loves Steven East Carolina, Eagle. does a great job, all that, which I don't disagree with. Again, I am joking here. Well, I responded to that guy, called him a bootlicker, said Igo has Brandon Suggs haterade in his fridge, and he gives his son Slater Brandon Suggs haterade rather than formula. I didn't even include breast milks. So I didn't want to bring all that into it. Great line, by the way. Thank you. Well, this guy has responded. He says, there are some facts. Number one, with your journalistic integrity, you can start your own board and possibly others will follow. Hmm. I would love You're to see that a clip guy, pal, Trust board. me. You're a, not that guy. A rival board to I go. Ah. You can just take over the rival site. I mean, it's vacant right now. Rival board, rival site. I'm Mark Lindsay. I, I mean, a little bit for sure. If you, in terms of, you know, <laughs> not a bad idea. For sure, a little bit. All right, he, and number two, I've been following a long, long time, and Stephen reports the truth, whether it Hurst or not. Hurst? Yep, H-U-R-S-T. Typically, ones that have a problem with the truth have underlying reasons for it. There's uh, local politics, bud. <laughs> thank you. Attack if you must, but the fact that you are is telling. Mm. This guy is coming after me for my journalistic integrity which i have zero all i am is a brandon suggs fan so what he's saying is true i have bias i have emotion in this but yeah i'm about to roast this guy back probably after we're done with the show i don't know sometimes i feel bad about getting off topic and like you have a serious thing going 
and I derail it. Why I, does this happen a lot with you though? Where you, where pe- people take you seriously? Because I'm like I'm sarcastic. I'm a butthole, and if you're not in on the joke, it looks like I, I'm being serious. It's it's probably not great for me to do, to be honest. But it's fun. It's entertaining to me. It I'm is sorry. A great time. Yeah. I think at this point too, it's it's gone past the point where I can like step in and say, "Look, he he was just joking." Like I honestly want him. Yeah, to just when is that going to happen? Where you can like seize yeah. this situation? Somebody is going to say, "Hey, guy, he's just joking around." Hey, yeah. guy, Relax. it's not going to be me. I'm just going to pretend like I'm not going to. You're just read sitting this back and watching it for watching the building burn down. Also, it makes Igo look better that I'm having a feud with him. But again, it's one sided, and I'm just this guy screaming into the void, and Stephen is completely ignoring me because I don't matter. So what if I'm private rep, though? That's my pseudonym. I almost said, hey, I go nice burner on the first yeah. comment I made. But I, I did. Maybe I go that route next. Yes. Hey, Steven, I know this is you. <laughs> you know, you can just talk to me right. at, under your real name. I might do that next. That'd be a funny move. All right. You got to head out to practice before you go. Um, speed round, I go. I'm going to name an MLB division. You tell me who's winning it this year. We start with the American League East blue jays um is this the year you say yes they came on strong at the end of last year the only thing that worries me is they did lose robbie ray and they lost uh marcus simeon and so a lot of people are thinking they're just adding some pieces on top of last year's team that you know won 90 games or whatever but they're actually trying to replace two you know cy young and mvp candidate with other guys and so that concerns me a little bit but they should have won 99 games last year based on their pythagorean um run total you know that formula whatever and so i think this is the year even though it's a very tough division i mean you could make an argument for any of those four teams i was gonna say i'll take the race but the wheels. I, I don't even know who the race yeah have, like every year the race they won 100 games last year no matter who's playing for them they'll throw 99 and they'll hit 280 with a 350 on base the twins have made a splash this offseason steven but no it's white Sox, right white Sox, and that's the easiest one for me in the west pretty easy i guess mariners won 90 games last year they did and didn't make the playoffs and would have made it under the expanded format and would have been the nl east champions they would have and won the World Series. Yeah, that's correct. If they were the Atlanta Mariners. Um, uh, you're excited. You got your guy, J-Rod. Julio Rodriguez. Opening yeah, day. That's, that's what I saw. That, that was a cool video. Prospects. Yep, he's going to be a stud. I love your manager, man. I feel like he's steadily grown on you. You used to be like, he's the most boring manager in baseball. I didn't who, mean that. Who is it? Service, right? Scott Service, I didn't mean yeah. that as an insult. He's just a guy, but like... The way he interacted with uh, J Rod in that video, I he's thought, just like laid back, yeah, like not fake. Yeah, he's a real dude. I like him. I and like Scott Service. Steadily improved as an organization under him and Jerry Depoto. So, Astros win the division. I think so, but one of these years the Angels are going to do it, and then one of these years the Mariners are going to supplant all I, these teams. Every time we do one with Malcolm, I pick the Angels to make the wild card. Like, I mean, every time. At this point, I think I heard the other day, seven straight years they have underplayed um, whatever their projection is, you know, all the MLB projections. Basically, they just always underperform. And how about they have the uh, MLB did the top 100 players. They have the number one and number two player in baseball and can't have a winning yeah, record. And, they got the undisputed MVP and the previous the other undisputed MVP, and they still yeah. suck. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's mad. And they have Anthony Rendon. 
Yeah. What are y'all doing? In NL- embarrassment. NL East. Um, Don't fall for the trap. You know, I, I definitely am not picking the Mets. Thank you. I don't... Okay, I do hate Jeff's pick of the Phillies because I hate the Phillies, but nobody's really talking about them, so I don't hate it as much. I feel like nobody's I, talking about anybody but the Mets. I still think the Braves are going to win the division. Yeah. Uh, healthy Acuna. I mean, he's all good to go, right? He Not from day one, but he'll play in uh, in May. April. They're going to have some May. regression. I mean... The guy who's the uh, I don't Eddie know, Rosario. Man. Matt Olson's about to drop down. Matt Olson is going to be man. good. I like him. Just give me the Braves. I mean, I don't yeah. trust anybody in that division except the Braves. All right, on to the Central Cardinals. This is another pretty crappy division this year. The Cubs and Reds took a step back, so it's basically the Brewers and the Cardinals. Yeah. And the Cardinals fired their manager for no reason, so I'm going to go with the Brewers. Oh, that's right. They got rid of Schilt. <clears throat> their rotation's legit. The... This was this is a great trivia question. Who won the West last year? Everybody's going to say the Dodgers. The Giants actually won it. Dodgers have assembled the greatest lineup in Major League Baseball history. So we're going to pick them to win the West, right? The question is for them: Can they win the NL and the World Series? The Dodgers, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, they're the pick to win the NL for sure. They're just too good, and they will not win the World Series. Who you got? I have got the. Chicago White Sox. It's becoming becoming a popular pick. Beating the Milwaukee Brewers. Okay. In the World Series. Remember that, folks. Uh, Mariners make the playoffs this year? Yes. All right. I hope so, man. I would love to see you witness some wild card and they make it to the ALCS to lose to the White Sox. Man, that'd be fun. So you haven't seen. I don't believe what I just said at all. Do you think they'll make the playoffs? No. <laughs> okay. All right then. Steven, thanks for joining us. Anything uh to be on the lookout for at Hoist the Colors other than our VIP feud? Um we're having um a preview of like ten things to watch in the spring game. I'll probably have that up either today or Thursday. So check that out and a lot more stuff on uh Hoist the Colors. All right, great time to uh to follow, subscribe to H T Sizzle. Let's uh let's open up the booty bag, Shirley. Go into a giveaway right now. You like that channel? Yeah. Booty 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 everywhere. Booty 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 everywhere. Tree one seven twelve fifty. Shirley Rhodes. You hold the bag. You have the bag. And you got the booty. Wow. <laughs> What are you giving what in the hell's going on out here? <laughs> I swear, he has opened his mouth long enough to switch feet today. I don't get it. Do I need to explain that to you? Oh. Foot he stick foot, foot in mouth. Both his feet is I really didn't wow. get it. Now, I, Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. Uh, Shirley, what are we giving away today? How about a shrimp taco lunch? How about it? And Chandler, I'm gonna punch you. we're going to give Chandler away. <laughs> you can just take him home, do whatever, and just get him out of here. Uh, 317-1250, what caller? Uh, eight. Caller eight, 317-1250, back with more after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club. Or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. And congratulations to Jeff Dover of Greenville. Picked up a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's and enjoy your favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Plus ice cold cervezas. And Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Alrighty, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Thanks to Igoid for dropping by. Billy Weaver, also the Conley crew, Coach Jason Mills, Dixon Williams, Matthew Mateus, Brian Hanks joined us on the show. Billy Weaver, we've had a uh, lot of folks coming in and out today on Wednesday show. We'll visit with the voice of Jeff Charles if anybody really cares. Does anyone, Does anyone really care? <laughs> yes, Jeff. People love you. Uh, we will talk to Eric Ward from ECU Marketing about the weekend festivities we matt got rule. base <laughs> eric ward looks like matt rule uh, i don't want you panthers fans to take out your anger on eric ward just because they kind of look similar in are the you face. sure you want this guy on the show <laughs> he looks like a total bum we got basing ball going on we got football spring game we got purple gold pigskin pig out party all kinds of stuff going on so we'll uh, we'll give you all the details on what you need to know when eric ward drops by the pirate radio studios on wednesday bryce williams we got our o's guy mark brown so we'll talk some major league baseball one day ahead of opening day and we'll have our masters draft so uh we got a packed show on wednesday i'm already excited about it hello friends i'm ready to hear that voice just heard it last night <laughs> as did i uh jim nance will be on the call nancy and augusta i want some vern Vern Lundquist. I want some Vern. Know what I mean, Vern? Yeah, I want some Jim Varney. I want some more Man of Man. I know. Man, I love Bill Raftery. All right, speaking of hoops, great segue. East Carolina has a new head basketball coach. Uh, he is Mike Schwartz. Today, we got to... Dude. You've got this, like, on-mic on Tourette's thing going. That... Frankie. You better be glad Shirley's in a good mood today. If you called Shirley in a bad mood day and you're acting the way you are, your behavior. What would she do? I, she's not. Okay, I hear you, big dog. I hear you. She's not going to. And I didn't mean like you're Glenn Griffin. I meant like you trying to be a badass all of a sudden. Like, what you going to do? What, what are you going to do? She wouldn't smack you because she's not going to do you, physical. You're not going to Will Smith me? But like, I keep testing her and find out. How about that? How about that? Cash, yeah. cash me outside. How about that? You know that uh, that phrase, F around and find out? Yeah. You've done the first yeah, part. What, what mm-hmm. You've f around. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and that, is, it mm-hmm. ti- is it time to find out? <laughs> it's getting close to that time for you to find out. Hey, I'm going to show up tomorrow yeah, yeah, in a full ever, body you cast. Ever, you ever hey. heard of that doomsday clock where it gets Chandler, a little closer to midnight? The good news for you, Shirley struggles reading the clock sometimes. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that in. 
to get that one in. That's a joke from earlier in the show, if you were tuned in. That's a reference. That's a reference. That's a good reference. That's a point. Oh, that man. was a well-played reference. Sorry. Sorry, Charlotte. All right. Let's uh, hear from Mike Schwartz's assistants. We got both of them. We'll hear one and uh, and take a break and hear the other. Let's start with uh, let's start with Jake Morton and hear the, uh, the Jake Morton file. We uh, got to know him earlier today, and here is how that sounded. All right, welcome to Greenville. First of all, uh, let's talk about your ties with Coach Schwartz and uh, how he recruited you, first of all, to come here. Coach Schwartz and I have been dear friends for 15 years. We've worked together at the University of Miami um, since we've you know, parted ways. And him, you know, he went on and done some great things. And obviously at the University of Texas, the most recent spot, you know, Coach Schwartz and I have been in touch almost daily since that time. What was your expectation uh, of East Carolina before you got here? What do you, what do you think of this program? Well, I mean, obviously it's a program that's, you know, it's, it's, it's still moving in a direction that we need to keep pushing, you know, trending upward. We need to get that thing moving and trending in the upward um, position. Um, has not had a lot of success over the last couple of years, but I think we have a, a great group of guys that want to work and want to change that perception of the university. When you got the call from Coach Schwartz, how easy was it to, to come here, given your background with him? It was really easy. I mean, like I said, Coach Schwartz and I worked together. I mean, we, we, are, we, are, we are friends first before we are colleagues. So it was a really easy call for me, personally. He said in his release, he's, you're one of the sharpest basketball minds he's been around. What's gone into your background that's allowed you to know the game so well? How we get, kind of thanks to your background, how you were brought up and how you got into the game. Well, I mean, I grew up playing the game. I mean, I, I, mean, I played at the University of Miami. Um, I had an opportunity to play professionally for a couple of years. And obviously, like a lot of guys that play and play professionally, they want to get into coaching. Excuse me, they want to get into coaching. And um, I've just been lucky. I've been around a lot of great coaches. I've been very fortunate from that standpoint, great minds, and I've had a chance to learn some really good things. Coaching is important, but recruiting might even be more important. Uh, what is the goal here now to kind of rebuild the roster? Who, what type of kids are you looking forward to uh, coming to ECU? we got to get tough guys. I mean, that's, that's, you, you have to get guys that reflect your head coach. And I, I think Coach Schwartz is going to bring a lot of toughness, a lot of grit. You know, he, you know he's just he's a, he's a hard-nosed type of coach. He wants hard-nosed type of players. So I think first and foremost, we have to recruit toughness as well as talent, as well as athleticism, as well as shooting. <laughs> a lot of things that go into recruiting, but, but toughness is going to be at the top of the key. When you say recruit toughness, how can you tell you're, you're recruiting a, a tough kid? Part of it, you see it on the court, part of it, reputation, you talk to other coaches, that kind of thing? It's a lot of work that goes into it. Yes, you're absolutely right. It's, 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 it's evaluating, it's talking to people, high school coaches, AAU coaches, you know, guys in the neighborhood and the community. Um, so much about recruiting is this, it's a crapshoot. And, you know, a lot of times, you, you know, you hope you're on the, on the right side of that crapshoot. But, you know, you just got to trust your eyes, trust the people you know. Um, you know, it's, it's just a, the best way to describe it is, is it's a crapshoot. A lot of times in recruiting, you think you got it right. You might not have it right. You might not think you have it right. And you get it right. So you just got to be lucky. You know, sometimes I say to people all the time, it's better to be lucky than good at recruiting. You got ties to several areas. Where were you kind of focused most on recruiting? Is it more national, or are you always going to go back to kind of your home bases as far as where you're familiar with? Southeast. I mean, I think I think this state is first and foremost when it comes to recruiting. I mean, we got it. We have to do a we have to do a good job in the state. I mean, there's a lot of great players. I've been, you know, the, the, my most recent, my two or three most recent stops in, in college coaching. We've recruited the state of North Carolina. This is a great, not a good state, a great state for prep basketball, for grassroots basketball, and we have to do a really good job of identifying early and locating these kids and, and attract them to ECU. 
What have you told the other coaches about making the NCAA tournament? Because you were there last this past year, correct? I was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, Coach Watts was there as well. But it was an amazing run. I mean, anytime you have that experience and you go to the NCAA tournament, I, I can't explain. We, Coach Watts and I were laughing last night. We were watching um, the, the, the last part when they, when they played a song and, and we and one of our kids was getting dunked on by the guy from the University of Auburn, which you know that's not the way you want to be on it. One shot a moment, however, but you did make it. But to, to, your, to your point, it was a, it was a great experience, an unbelievable experience. And I hope, I hope these guys, the guys here at ECU, understand that this is this is something we can obtain through hard work and just staying focused. Thoughts about stepping into the American Athletic Conference. I mean, it's pretty big time basketball. Obviously, Houston, Memphis, some of the, the competition. Do you use that on the recruiting trail? Absolutely. I mean, it, it's it's a great league. I mean, you know, I have a really good friend that's a coach at the University of Memphis. I, mean, I was telling him just two days ago, I say, we, you know, our, our whole goal is we're trying to catch you guys. I mean, you know, you're trying to catch Houston, you're trying to catch Memphis, and yes, to your point, we do use that in recruiting trails. This is a phenomenal, not a great league, a phenomenal league, a phenomenal league. So, we, you know, hopefully, we can attract those type of players that can you know, compete and play and be successful against the upper echelon of this league, the Houstons, the Memphises, the Cincinnatis, who've had success over the last couple of years. You talked about recruiting. You know, how, how, do, you, how do you do that immediately with, with all the holes that the program has you know, to fill right now? You just have to identify, like I said, you have to lean on people you know. You have to lean on people that you trust. I mean, you have to lean on your eyes. I and mean, we still have time. We can get out there and and see these kids and lean on your eyes. Um, it's, it's a tough challenge. I mean, it's, it's definitely a tough challenge. I'm not going to sit there and tell you it's not. However, it's definitely a challenge that we can accomplish and achieve. I mean, we can, you know, we like say in the recruiting, you got to be lucky than good. Sometimes being lucky is the key. And we got to find a diamond in the rough that no one's, you know, identified just yet. Get them here, develop them, and then, then you're off to the races. All right, there is Jake Morton, new assistant coach. Uh, for East Carolina basketball, getting to know him when we return, we'll get to know the other assistant that's been hired by Mike Schwartz, Riley Davis. We got that interview on the way when we return on Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by giving them a call at 752-1406 or visit beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All righty. Got to know Jake Morton a moment ago. Let's know, uh, get to know another assistant coach that has been brought in by Mike Schwartz on this basketball team as we continue our Bud Light EC report brought to you by Bud Light. Riley Davis is his name. This is the one Cy Seymour uh, knew about and was excited about getting. And uh, let's hear from Coach Davis now as he talked to members of the media. Coach, welcome to Greenville. First of all, uh, Pirate fans probably hearing from you for the first time, much like we are. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what brought you to town, obviously besides the basketball job, but uh, your background first. Sure. Well, so I have a little bit of experience with the Southeast. Uh, I was at Tennessee for 
three years with Coach Barnes. That's where I crossed paths with Coach Schwartz. Uh, and he's just a really good guy. I mean, he's a good man. Just beyond basketball, he's a good man. But uh, we'll get to that in a second. But um, I was at the University of Texas, Sam Houston State University. Most recently, is at the University of Texas Arlington for the previous four years. Um, I was a scout in the NBA. Uh, started in junior college as a player and, uh, and then as a coach. But, uh, yeah, so to Coach Schwartz, that's where we crossed paths at Tennessee. And, uh, man, I'm just telling you, I mean, Pirate Nation, they're, they're going to love him. I'm, they're going to love him. I mean, he's just an unbelievable human being, really good human being. So when I got the call, just being honest, it, it was a no-brainer, no-brainer. Uh, the area, I'll be honest with you guys, my wife loves the southeast. So that was an easy one. That was a real easy one for me. Um, but Coach Schwartz, he's just the guy we believe in, man. He's I'm telling you he's the best. I can't wait for you guys to see it. Obviously, emphasizes defense, kind of sure. conditioning. Do you kind of fit that mold as well? I, I guess how much can you expand upon that and having yeah. worked with him in the past? Sure. You know what, man? So, coaches, obviously, so everyone knows he ran the defense at Tennessee. Um, that that's what he's recently got credit for. But where where coach? You want, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> where where coach is really awesome is no matter where he's been. When he was at Fresno State, he ran the offense. When he was at Tulsa, he ran the offense. Tennessee, Tennessee, he ran the defense. Whatever coach has done, he's been really good at. So our staff, we're just going to fill in where he needs us. You know, he can be good at whatever he wants, and he's going to plug us in wherever he wants. You've had some players recently enter the transfer portal. Is the biggest issue right now uh, building up that roster and making sure you got the right players ready to go for next season? Sure. You know, I mean, and coaches talked plenty about it. The first thing you always want is toughness. That's the thing. You just want to come in to a program and see who's tough and try to build toughness. So, yes, with the roster, we're trying to recruit tough guys, trying to bring in toughness. Nothing more than that. It didn't look like it worries Coach Schwartz of the lack of basketball success here. But was that a concern of yours when you take a job like this? Not even a little bit, to be honest with you. Not even a little bit. Um, it has a lot to do with Coach Schwartz. But also, I mean, you guys are standing in it. I mean, who would say that we have bad facilities? Who would say that we have bad fans? I mean, I, I, I certainly wouldn't. I mean, I'm being exposed to it right now. I mean, at the baseball game the other day, the first sporting event I went to, was incredible. It was incredible. I mean, the passion here, no, I mean, it, it didn't scare me at all. What did you know about East Carolina? What was your perception of this place before you got here? You know, it, so coaches talked a lot, a lot about it. Um, coming from the Rick Barnes tree, uh, Bob Hodges was around a lot at, uh, at Texas. Uh, we called him all ball because he was all ball all the time. So all I have is these the stories about all ball. So it was all ball, and it was Coach Barnes telling stories about East Carolina. So for the when I started um, really in Division One basketball, I had been hearing stories about East Carolina. Um, and that was, I mean, shoot, when I was 21 years old, I guess, um, 34 now. So, man, been hearing about East Carolina forever, just the passion of the fan base. With your ties to Texas, will you use that on the recruiting trail? And where do you think you'll kind of recruit most outside of that area? Sure, yeah. No, Texas for sure. Um, I mean, the biggest deal is North Carolina. Uh, that, that's Coach's deal. He wants to dominate the state as best we can. Um, but, yeah, Texas. I mean, if there's a good player, we want you here. I mean, it, you know, we're not going to kick anybody out because where they're from, but we're going to try to concentrate on North Carolina. But, you know, where I've come up in, in the coaching business, it has been – Mostly Texas, um, junior college, and international. You touched on it a little bit, but you know you lose 50, 55 points from last season's team. Sure. You know how do you address that right away? 
Well, that's a really good question. I mean, look, at the end of the day, they keep score. So, I mean, points matter. But right away, you're trying to just create toughness. I mean, I don't want to harp on that too much. But, you know, Coach, obviously, we talked about it earlier. He is a defensive guy. But, you know, recruiting is a way you can get points. You know, I mean, we're out there on the road. We're going to be there this weekend uh, for 22, obviously whether that's uh, transfers or maybe true freshmen, junior college guys, international guys, it doesn't matter. Um, we're just the first and foremost thing coach wants, we got to recruit guys that are tough. That's the bottom line. All right, let's bring in some toughness to the program. And, man, they got their work cut out for them, uh, as a lot of coaches do this time of year, with all of the transfers out. The Brock Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt. Chandler, are you – Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you were. I have no idea what's going. Maybe on. you were watching something else or doing. Were you? Or were you just fake laughing at something I said on the show? You were, weren't you? What is wrong with you today? Why are you? You're like Dennis the Menace. Probably don't even know what that means. All right, Mr. Wilson. No, you do know what that means. All right, we got. Uh, oh, we got to take a break. We yeah, got we one got more break. All right, we'll be back. We'll wrap up this show and get Chandler, Chandler out of here. Home. Yeah. Chandler, you got to go home. I will say, I'd rather you be in this mood than a down mood. So. Well, yeah, good point. Maybe he's overcompensating for his uh, bracket loss, I think. Mm-hmm. He's really crushed, but he's trying to be happy and fun. And By the way, CJ, content junkie. Junkie. He posted the video that we made this morning. Yeah, it's a funny uh, video. It was not a good morning for me. I was very upset, but now I am in a good mood. Good to hear, buddy. We'll take a timeout, come back, wrap it up after that. Okay, bye. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your stock market report. It was uh, a down day. The Dow was down 280 points and closed at 34,641. NASDAQ was down 328 at 14,204. S&P also dropped 57 points at 4,525. And that is a look at your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC member SIPC. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Cliff. Wrapping it up on a Tuesday. I had fun today. We had fun. I hope you did as well. Tune in uh, listening to our show today and we'll uh, bring that same amount of fun and information coming up on Wednesday at 3 o'clock when we rejoin you here on Pirate Radio Live. Shirley Rhodes, Chan Man, and the crew here. I'm Cliff Brock. So long everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.